to the Potterskew Podcast. I am CJ, and with me, as always, is my head royal, Lady Rico. What's up, man? I know gunfu, motherfucker. You know that's actually a thing? Yeah. Yeah. I actually, ex- I explained that to uh, to Jay, through a DM. Oh, did you? Yeah, I was giving her, she, you know, as always, Jay will kind of be like, can I get a spoiler for next week's episode, blah, blah, uh-huh. blah. And my rule is, if she, I'll give her a clue. If she can guess it, then I'll confirm it. Ah. So I, you know, I said, dog, Keanu, that's it. Like, <laughs> that's your goddamn clue. And she's, and then like, you know, I waited like 10 minutes and I got a response. And she's like, I'm guessing John Wick. And I'm like, and then I had to explain to her what gun Fu was. Yeah. Yeah. And she thought, she thought we had coined it. I'm like, no, 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 no. Oh, that's no, not no. it. You guys I've are geniuses with a again. term like that. That's amazing. You guys are the best. You have all the greatest ideas in the world. Yes. Does that sound about right? Yeah. <laughs> we I love you, Jay. That, we do. That term, but... that term came from equilibrium. I, I, actually, the term gun was coined by the guy who like did the choreography and created like all that shit for the movie Equilibrium. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so. We love you, Jay. You know that. And it's just it's just funny that I can predict that shit to this point. So Uh well, how's your week been, buddy? Uh not not too too bad. It's been cold as fuck the bulk of the week, so that's not been pleasant. But right. uh most days being sub freezing. So uh, you know, for the high. So that's, you know, joyous, you know. Sure. But uh uh I did get this this week though. You got see. I saw that. Yeah. I can little, look little at you Kev. having a little, a little Kevin Smith pop. You know unboxed. what? I I wasn't. Yeah. Fuck the bot. I hate that shit. Like it's lost money now that it's unboxed. Oh, go fuck yourself. You know. But no. You know what? Honestly, like I said something about that in my post, like about you know like unboxed. Don't care. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I think I said something like, yes, I got this. Yes, it's unboxed. No, I don't. I know it loses value. I don't care. Or something to that effect. Didn't get a whole whole bunch back on Twitter, but on Facebook, I got a shit ton of responses. And and I will say overwhelmingly positive feedback of people going, yeah, who gives a shit, dude? Open the thing. Like, you know, so. There was one guy I saw on Twitter who actually wholeheartedly defended the whole concept of unboxing. Oh, dude, I might have missed it or I forgot about it. But yeah, and then kudos to that guy too. The one thing that's really cool, and someone pointed this out to me, I'm going to turn around and get the box real quick, so I'm going to be off mic, but hold on. I did did not notice this when I I opened it initially, but, and I'm going to keep the box now for this reason. I'm not going to keep it in the box. Like, I'm not going, I'm not reverting my unboxing theory, but see if you can see that. It's too blurry and your hands are too shaky. It says, I assure you, we're open. And it's on the oh, flap cool. of the inside of the box. So that when you open it, it says that. Yeah, so. That's I, uh, pretty fucking, that's that's sneaky. I like it. I like it too. And I don't know if it's by design, but it's number 37. I'm assuming it's by design, mm, but it may not be. probably by design, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I had to buy something for the puppy uh, on Amazon. And this jumped up as like, hey, you might like this. Because I do look at a bunch of different pops. I don't, I don't want to be one of those guys that has like hundreds, and I'm not shitting on the people who do. I I'm just don't want to be that. Like I'm very gonna be, I'm very selective about the ones that I'm gonna get. Um, right. The only reason why I have the Assassin's Creed one was it actually was a 
in one of my loot crate boxes. Or I probably won't even have that one, but it was it was in my loot crate. So, um, but like the majority so, of the pops that I've bought have been for other people. Like, yeah, I mean, I'm not like like there's a James Headfield one that I definitely want to get eventually, and there's a Corey Taylor one um, for those not in the know. Those are the lead singers respectively of Metallica and Slipknot, you know, and they're. You know, there's a couple How I Met Your Mother ones that I like. So, I mean, I might there, there might be a handful more that I get, but I'm not getting them for the sake of like, oh, I got to get that one. I don't have it yet or whatever. Like, that's not, right. you know, so. Uh, there's one I sent you a picture of that I've yet to buy that I want to get to. It's, it's Batman holding a guitar, basically being like a guitar person. I think that's like a right. perfect meld of who, <laughs> who I am. Not that I'm Batman, but, you know. At metal, yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, other than that, it's been uh, it's been pretty pretty subdued for the most part. I think this week, you know. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> I, as you can see, I'm not in my house. Yeah, you've upgraded. No, uh, I'm. Uh, I did not upgrade. Oh. But it's a it's a very nice apartment that I'm in. But uh, Steph and I are house sitting for a family friend. Ah. Um, and his dogs. And his dogs are, so one of them is the brother of dad's dog. Oh, of, uh, of um, Sophia? Sophia, yeah. I almost said so, Vito. <laughs> yeah, it's, well, Vita was her fucking mother. So that, Okay, this, there, yeah, I knew there was a, yeah, okay. There was a V, ahead. yeah. Uh, this this guy, I don't, I mean, I don't know if I could say his name. He is, he was also a podcaster, so his name is probably out there. But until I get permission, I'm not going to sure, just do it. Sure, Um. But his his original dog was the stud that we mated with uh, Vita to have the puppies. Ah, gotcha. So he's kind of like the other grandpa, you know, the, this guy that we're staying with. And he had to go out of town. He hit me up and he asked me if um, I could dog sit. And, and because of Steph's um, recent uh, medical scares, I really didn't want to leave her alone. And he said, well, she could stay with you. Like, I would actually prefer you guys stay at the house for the dogs because they're big German shepherds. They need uh, they need to be walked. It's not like, hey, you see them once a day. Like, they, they have, like, strict uh, meds they have to take. They have to go on walks. They're gotcha. big dogs anyway. So, but last night, uh, we had a bit of a scare. So, where we're at... Uh, is um, a city called El Cerrito, which is about 20 minutes away from Oakland uh, on the way to Pinole, just for your context. Yeah, yeah. Uh, El Cerrito is also where Metallica actually, like, that's first where, lived together. Yep, and I think that's actually where HQ is now, I think, is back out there. I think so. So I'm not super far away from my house, so if I need to, like, rush home to do whatever... Like, we, we still have to stop by to check on Dino, obviously. Sure, sure. Um, and to check on Dad. Uh, and when I'm working, I, you know, swing by the house. I'm on my way to work and blah, blah, blah. So, last night, El Cerrito is, like, up in the hills, and it's it can be very woody and, and like, very twisty-turny fucking roads and streets and everything. Like, we're up in a fucking mountain. Like, okay. It's an, it takes like an additional 15 minutes just to get up to where we are bait. Like if we, if we drove to El Cerrito, got off the freeway, it's like, all right, now comes the fucking climb and it's a steep hill, dude. Yeah, like it I, never ends. Right. 
So his yard has a little slight gate, little fence. And he said, okay, we're, you know, don't let the dogs, like, they'll go through this. And then it's just woods. And we're like, absolutely. And he said, okay, I'm going to patch this before I leave on my trip. He didn't do it. He didn't have time. And, mm. and, and I'm not really giving him shit. Right, I mean, right. you know, he had to, he had to go. So, um, but there was, I was outside last night and we got home. Steph picked me up from work. We came back here and it was like six thirty, seven o'clock. And I go outside to have a cigarette. We just gave them water. And then we we're like, all right, I'm going to go out for a smoke. They're going to go pee on the side and we're going to take them for their walk. Like these fuckers need a big walk and we're going to do it. Sure. Um, and we do it twice a day. And Darius, which is not Sophia's brother, but at this point, stepbrother is the one that was rescued by mm. my friend. So he had a little bit of like, you know, he, he's a good boy, but he, he, I, you know, he's the, the wild card. So sure. Sure. So <clears throat> I hear him rummaging with the fence and I'm like, I literally just like turned to ash my cigarette and I'm like, no, 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 no. And I run. And before I could do anything, both dogs were gone. Just like under the fence and in the woods, it's like a steep hill. They were just gone. So Steph and I are freaking out. We run up and, and I'm running up and down the street, but like every street is a fucking hill. So you go down a hill, you got to run back up a hill and you go right. up there. You got to run. So it's, we were both exhausted within minutes, just like running back and forth. And I'm calling their names. Steph's calling their names. She actually went like, went through the woods, like trying to see if she could find them. And then we heard like some people say, are you looking for dogs? We're like, yes, where the fuck? Oh, they went through someone else's yard. So we like run through that yard, whistling, you know, calling their names, nothing. I get in the, I get in Steph's car. I'm driving all in the El Cerrito Hills for like 30 minutes. Just like, you know, head out the window, whistling, calling their fucking names. Uh, I meet Steph on a corner she jumps in. She had been walking around all, you know, all the grounds, everything, doing the same thing, nothing. So at this point, we're both just like, well, we failed. Like we <laughs> have fucked up. Like this guy is paying us. And I'm like, I, I don't think we can accept the money at this point. Right. Like, right. like the one fucking thing is watch the dogs. And we're like, well, we suck. So we watched them run away. I mean, yeah, yeah. I was paying very close attention as they slipped into the darkness, like a couple of fucking ninjas. Like, <laughs> so Steph is like crying and I'm like frustrated with the whole situation because there's no one to blame. It's just a sure. multitude of reasons why they got out in the first place. And ultimately dogs, male dogs love to roam and they will fucking roam. Females will stick by, their owner's side a little bit more mm. than a fucking male. So, and these, these fuckers are, are bound to the hip. Like they walk together, you know, well, I mean, that's, that's a good thing in that if you find one, you're going to immediately find the other. <laughs> Usually. Of, yeah. yeah. That's how we were thinking. So we, we had no choice. We had been looking for uh, 45 minutes, almost an hour. I called. He didn't answer. I left him a text message. I left him a voicemail. I'm like, and I explained the voicemail. I'm like, dude, I need you to call me right back. We have an emergency because I don't know what to do. It's fucking pitch black dark here. I'm afraid the dogs are going to get hit by cars. I'm, I'm afraid they're going to go after a cat. 
there's coyotes out here, sure. like whatever. They're good with people, but cats and other dogs. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Other, other animals. Thing. So, yeah. So he he tells us, look, you guys have done everything you can. Don't freak out. They'll come home. And he just said it very like, they'll come home. And I'm like, how do you know? He's just like, they do this. Like, they've done this before. And I'm like, okay. Like, I, and, I kept, and I kept saying, dude, I cannot stress how sorry I am. He's like, Don't, I understand. Just go home. Leave the, leave the door open. And, and eventually they'll come home. If they don't, we'll, you know, after a couple hours, then we'll figure it out. So we come home. We start watching our homework, which was like kind of like, oh, fuck. Like we're watching yeah, right? all about like, I'm, like yeah. a, I mean, we had seen the first one beforehand. So we were watching the second one. We're just like, oh, fuck. This is like and we're like forcing ourselves to eat. Like we're both so anxious about like what happening. So we're like eating food and we're like, oh, God, we're just doing this. Because we need to eat, not because we enjoy the flavor right, right, right. now. So I got, you know, after two hours at this point, it's like 830 or something. I go outside or not. Yeah, it's like nine. So I go outside to have a cigarette on the, on the, on the porch, which is overlooking the, the, the woods that they fucking slipped through. And I could, I swear I heard panting, just heavy panting. Sure. It was either a fucking like creepy ass fucking like voyeur out in the woods staring at me or was a couple tired ass German shepherds. I'm going to go with the tired ass German shepherds. It was, was, I mean, they were also being voyeuristic. They, they saw me. I just didn't see (laughs) that. Um, and I'm like putting out my cigarette. I'm like, I think I'm hearing heavy breathing. I was like, Steph, come out here. Tell me if you hear this. And she's like, yeah, I hear them. And I start calling them and I hear rustling of leaves and branches. And I'm like, you fuckers get over here right now. And I go outside to the side of the house. That's like kind of near the woods. And I'm like, come on guys, come on Darius. Come on, Troy, let's go. Come on. And I just hear them heavy panting. And like they went, the thing is they went fucking down the hill in the woods and they were like, Oh shit, we gotta turn around. We're actually so had to like <laughs> fucking just climb up this steep ass fucking thing for the next two hours, basically, from what I understand. I mean, I don't know. They could have been fifty feet away from us the entire time sure. just taking a nap. Yeah. Yeah. And so they they finally find they came back and I filmed the video of them just like on the fucking carpet, just <laughs> Attention to him, and he responded with "LOL," smiley, laughing, fucking crying yeah, 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 face. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and and he's like, "Good." He's just, that's I was always said. He's just like, "That's great." <laughs> like, well, yeah. So, I mean, he's on vacation and shit, you know. So yeah, these dogs have been exhausted. They're, I mean, I they're get... walking super stiff and bow legged. Steph still took him for a walk earlier. You didn't have to take him one for last night. They took care of that themselves. <laughs> Uh, that's what I said in the video. I said, you fuckers are never going on a walk again. And then Steph is laughing in the back and you hear her say until tomorrow morning. I'm like, yes, until fucking tomorrow morning. <laughs> God damn it. Well, uh, and, and the, you can't see them, but they're like right at my feet. Just like tuckered the fuck, the fuck out. out. Yeah. Well, yeah. the good news is they came back and nobody's hurt. That's the, that's the good news. Yes. All things considered them being tuckered the fuck out is the best case scenario. Um, so it's, but yeah, a million things could have gone wrong. So now we just got to like, we, 
you know, he he warned us. He said, you know, if you back his turn, they'll fucking escape. The ball, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, what? You're so nice to them. Why do they want to leave? <laughs> like, what is going on when we're not here? Right, right. Um, and ultimately what happened is that Steph and I had, had to leave them alone the majority of the day. She had errands to do in Oakland. Mm. So they were cooped up. So they were just like, fuck you. As soon as we get outside, we're leaving. We're, we're dragging you here. with us or yeah. you're, or, you know, we're going by ourselves. Um, so. Another thing that happened this week for, for everyone who may not be paying attention on social media or who aren't following us on social media and why the fuck not if you aren't, but <laughs> is, uh, we, uh, we have parted ways with the Odd Pods Media Network, uh, sadly. Um, nothing, nothing negative to say about them. Uh, just, just it was the right decision for for us and for Podeskew at this point. And uh, so here we are, independent yet again. And I think CJ and I have more or less agreed that we want to stay independent. Like, it, look, if if fucking. You know, Smodcast reaches out oh, to us. Shit. Yeah. Yes, yeah. we will be your bitch boys. Like, absolutely. Uh-huh. Uh, but we ultimately, I, I think it the um, Odd Pods, but not again, not specifically the members or the other shows, uh, it, it was sort of taking the passion a little bit, at least for me. Of the of of doing pot askew, it became more of a business, mm. and I explained this to Steph numerous times when I was debating um, back and forth. That ultimately, I just want to talk about movies. Like the, it, it would be nice to get paid for this, but that's not why CJ and I started this. Yeah, you know, we we just wanted to fucking have fun, and it was kind of affecting our passion, and ultimately, it just became work. And having a podcast can be work if you want to make it your business. I'm of the mind that I don't care how much money we're worth. I just want to talk about fucking movies that make me happy and CJ pissed. Although, although if you want to pay us a lot of money to do this, we will gladly take your money. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, we're whores at an instant if the price is good. But we also still want to, you know. You know, we don't want our we don't want pimps. We we want you know. I just want to make it clear that if people are willing to pay us to do this, we are all ears. This is not that we you know. So, we are um, all voices for yeah. your ears. Yeah. So um. Yeah, that's yeah, where we that's, are. So best of luck to Odd yeah. Pods. We're gonna go do our thing, and and that's that's where we stand. So yeah, there. I mean, there there is like a little bit of like. We helped start this thing. It was ultimately our brainchild, and it does kind of suck that we are the first ones to leave. Yeah. But it, if of all the shows, in a roundabout way, it sh- probably should be the ones that help start the thing that should be the first ones to leave. Like, you know, it was sort of our baby. Now we let the baby grow and yeah. get the fuck out of the nest. Where, <laughs> we, you know, we we put it up for adoption. It's fine. It's got new parents. That's fine. We we can. We can do our own thing now. Okay, your analogy is going sideways, so I'm just going to move on now. Uh, sure. <laughs> so, um, uh, sir, are, are are you back for the final chapter of this conversation that we need to have? Oh, God. Uh, you know, people keep asking if I'm back, and I haven't really had an answer. But now, yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. <laughs> 
I, I, I have to say, I think he delivers that better, but kudos for the well, attempt. I mean, you know, based on the last couple fucking episodes, I have to say, I think this is my favorite Keanu Reeves project he's ever done. Yeah, I can't, I can't agree with that. I, I, I okay. can't agree with that. I, I don't dislike it. I want to stress that right up front here. Like, it's not that I don't like it, but to, I can't agree with your statement. In terms sure. Of, yeah. So well, that's only um, because you're a bigger Matrix fan than I am. Uh, yeah, but even then, I could probably put a couple other things above it that are big single films, probably that I just enjoy a little more. Like I can still put Point Break above this for me. I can still put Johnny Mnemonic above this for me. But this is for, you got to remember when I'm not, when I do that, I'm not doing it from a quality perspective. I'm doing it from a enjoyment perspective. I sure. I enjoy those films slightly more is all I'm saying. I can probably put That's Bill fine. I can probably put Bill and Ted at least the first one above this for me. You know, so Yeah, this is probably my favorite. Which Keanu is fine. There's nothing and, and and I know it's a lot of people's favorite Keanu project. So like I'm not shitting on that perspective and I can see I can also see why people would feel that way. Like I'm not you know, like there are other things we've talked about where I'm like, why do people love this so much? And that's not where I stand with this at all. Right. I, you this know. you get. I get it. And I just don't share it. That's really what it is. So now remind me, you had only seen the first one. Well, you know, it's before interesting. We deep over these. It's actually interesting. No, I had definitely seen the second one as well. Okay. And rewatching these, I'm kind of not certain I saw the first one because. There are there are things about the the second one that I actively remember, like even before I turned it back on. Like I, I there are specific moments throughout that film that I'm like, I remember that this happens, and I remember that this happens, and so sure. forth and so on. I'm watching one going, I don't remember that, I don't remember that, mm-hmm. don't remember that either. You know, like there was a lot of I don't remember from the first one. So sure. mm-hmm. I'm I'm kind of thinking I might have seen it, but I, it maybe just didn't make a lasting impression on me. Like, again, like I know it has for some others, you know. And I, I'm willing to bet there are people, just to your point about me in The Matrix, there are probably people out there to watch the first Matrix, and it was like, meh. You know what I mean? So I, I get sure. it. You know, it's it's not... And again, it, it's not that I don't like... The one scene I remember from the first one is Willem Dafoe shooting the sniper rifle into his hotel room. Multiple times. That's the only scene from the first one that I actively remembered. You know, so it's funny you say that because I I would say that like <clears throat> apart from the the uh, the heavy uh, origin scene in the first one, reason why he's back essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I had forgotten. Like I I know I've seen John Wick at least three times, at least the first one. Okay. Um, but I think two and three kind of had more memorable scenes. So like, I remember I thinking like, yeah. I remember thinking before we went back to do this and I'm like, you know, there's just certain actors that you can now see in like the John wick, uh, universe essentially. Mm-hmm. Like I, I hear they're going to make a show called the continental. It is, and, it is listed here as a TBA. So yeah. And allegedly Mel Gibson is going to fucking be in it. And I'm like, I 100% see Mel Gibson being in the John Wick universe. I is totally it, see I, that. First off, I agree. Second of all, is it like a prequel kind of thing? It's, it's a. It's going to be a prequel. It's going to be about 
Ian McShane's character being younger. So, and then I'm guessing that's who Mel's going to play. No, Mel's going to play his mentor. Oh, okay. So who's going to play young Ian McShane? British guy. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so my point was, I kept thinking, like, before I had rewatched this, I'm like, you know, it'd be great in the John Wick movies is fucking Willem Dafoe. And then I'm like, oh, wait, fuck, he was. He was, like, yeah, yeah. And, you know. It, you know, he can't be because he's gone, but you know who would also be really good in this franchise? Philip Seymour Hoffman would have killed oh, a role yeah. in this in this franchise. Not as an assassin, but no. as like, like yeah, like you know, one of the, yeah, like a member of the high table, like, or you know. or one of the desk clerks at the other Continentals. Because I don't want to sure. take away from the guy at the one in New York, because I like that guy a lot. I've seen him in a bunch of stuff besides you know, this. Yeah, that guy. His name, uh, the character's name is uh, Charon, which is. I don't think the I ever name, knew his name. I'm not going to lie, but the, the they, yeah. They say, um, uh, Winston, Ian McShane, says his name in the third one. Okay. Um, it's, uh, I, I may be mispronouncing it, but it's Charon, which is the name of the ferryman in Greek mythology. Well, that would make sense. With the... There's a lot of Roman and Greek, like, names throughout the John Wick franchise, like, yeah. um, Marcus, and then uh, John Leguizamo's character, his name is Aurelio, or, uh, which is Marcus Aurelius, essentially. Yep, yep. Um, so, okay. I know for a fact Jay has not seen these three films. So um, but real we quick, may have Lan to explain a little bit. Lance Reddick is the actor who, who plays Charon. And I wanted and to give him credit because, again, I'm a fan of his as an actor. So, and he kills it. No pun yes. intended. Like, yeah, yeah. There's, we're gonna say that a lot. So just know that every time we say it, we don't mean any. Yeah, there's no pun. It just happens to. Unless, like, care. we're talking about, like, hey, that motherfucker who shot Daisy. Yeah, he killed it. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. That. Yeah. All right. So, so you wanted to do a brief, a brief uh, overview. I can, I can do a pretty. Efficiently, Go for I think. It. Go for it. Um, John Wick is a, at the time the movie starts, former assassin who sadly has just buried his wife who has fought a a medical condition of something. Because I don't think they ever clarify. I didn't get clarity on what it was, but I'm assuming it's something like cancer. Um, sure. Uh, and the the movie basically opens with him attending the funeral for, for her. Um runs into an old uh, associate of his who you later find out is a an, another assassin but with with no real agenda at that point that Willem Willem is literally just there to be like you all right you know or whatever you know Yeah he's there as a friend not as a colleague Yeah and then um uh his wife who I will get in cuz she actually does have a name I and Helen. It's Helen thank you uh who, and I like that actress too, Bridget Moynihan. I wish her she had got. I wish she'd gotten a little bit of her like alive. I know there's video like that he watches like that happens pre movie, but sure, it would have been cool to see her get a little bit of like real screen time if that makes any kind of sense, you know. But yeah. Um. Anyway, I, I I guarantee it'll happen. Like if he has like a hallucination or a oh. real like a vivid dream sequence of like yeah John Wick Seven. You know. <laughs> well, yeah, they're already up through five. I mean, four four's scheduled for twenty twenty three, and five yep. is at least announced, but there's no date for that one yet. Um, 
So, and anyway, uh, he gets home, and she, in her final days, knowing she was going to die, arranged for a dog to be delivered the day. Um, it, to me, it was the day of the funeral, but it could have been the next day. I'm not going to split hairs on that. I think it was. Know? I think it was that night. I I envisioned it as that night. So did I. That's why. Yeah. So, um, and for him to have something to to still, as she puts it, have something to still love now that she's gone, and like two days later. He's at a gas station, randomly putting gas in his Mustang, and he's what? Did you? I, I'm glad you brought that up because you had told me, but I also rediscovered this in trivia. He lives in New Jersey, mm -hmm. and he's pumping his gas in New Jersey. No, he could have been in New York. There's nothing that said he didn't cross, especially if he lives up parts of New Jersey. It's just like I mean, he could have be. I can be in Philly in five minutes. He easily right. could have been in New York State in five minutes, at which point he would have to pump his own gas. Well, they they put that specifically in the trivia of IMDb. Yeah, I, 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 I did notice that, but I don't think it's a goof. I think it's, it's not said, but I think it's easily explained that he crossed the river over into New York. Sure. And, and therefore he has to pump his own gas. So, right. um... Because it doesn't ever say what part of Jersey he's in, but he's so easily accessible to New York, it's got to be right up in that northern Jersey area. So I I also envision that like because in this universe, universe like everybody kind of knows who John Wick is, and they give him the distance. Like even the cops that are like like the one cop Jimmy. Is like, Jimmy, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, hey, you working? unfortunately or whatever the fuck he's yeah, like yeah. no no just having a disagreement all right well have a good night Jai. he's like yeah you too jimmy like yeah so i think maybe he the possibility is he could be in jersey but the gas station is like i am not going to tell john wick like <laughs> there's that pump his own there's, fucking gas there, there's that too but i would i would i would agree with you except i think the russians are pumping their own gas too and i guess the argument could be the same but regardless anyway sure. so these russians come they they notice his his very nice car, and I'm not a fan of like modern day Mustangs, but the '60s ones, like the one he was driving, are just gems. You know. So someone did a count um, of the kill count of this particular film, and they said that because the first thing he says to Yosef, uh, the guy who says, "Oh, nice car," you know, blah 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 blah. Yeah, He's yeah, in the '70s, yeah. like '69. That's the first thing he says. Yeah. yeah. Someone did a count and. Yosef is actually number sixty nine of the kill count. Oh wow! I don't, I don't know that that's by design, but that's still pretty funny. So right, um, but yeah, and he's like, I want to buy the car, and John's like, it's not for sale, and you know, and he go, and the next day or that night, even I, I think it's that night, honestly, it's that night, yeah. They show up to his house somehow. They know where they find out where I guess they got his license plate number and looked him up. I don't fucking really know, but that, that would have been my guess. And they show up at his house and beat the shit out of him, steal his car. And more importantly, they fucking kill his dog. So in my research, I this is more or less a, a fictional thing that the writers and creators who and the the director and the producers and the writers all worked on the Matrix films with Keanu. Okay. They were actually the the stunt designers and coordinators and everything. Yeah, it has so, a Matrix E feel to it, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But it's but the choreography is definitely more fleshed out. It's less oh, sure. 
it, you know, it, it's it, John Wick and, and, and this franchise basically created this new style of like follow the fight in a long tracking motion instead of quick cuts. It's the opposite of a quick cut sure. where, you know, slow-mo and zoom and you don't know what the fuck is going on. This is like the camera glides as they're struggling, running back and forth across the rooms and everything. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. you see everything. Um, but the, so it is basically a original story with one exception. It was inspired by a Navy SEAL who, uh, his, he, you know, in the middle of the night, he heard his, you know, a gunshot and he saw his dog that he had named Daisy, but spelled D A S Y mm. after the names of all of his, uh, troops, ah. you know, in, in his, in his, you know, all of his closest friends. So all their initials spelled Daisy and these four guys shot his dog for basically no reason. He followed them in his truck across four counties and fucked them up. I hope no, right when he was about to fucking like, you know, get in their face and, and he brought, and he, he brought two Berettas. Like he brought two guns to fucking, you know, yeah. lay down yeah. the vengeance, but they were uh, stopped by cops and the cops prevented anything. But although this guy basically said, I, I spared their lives because I've killed enough. And so the creators are like thinking about that whole thing. And they're like, what if the cops just didn't come? Or what if he's so feared the cops are like, Hey John, um, <laughs> you working? Yeah. You working? Yeah. So, and also this whole thing is, is basically a nice throwback to a lot of the seventies and eighties, like neo-noir and the old gunslinger shit. Where sure. like he's out of the game and then he got pulled back and, yeah, you know, I, was, someone, I was thinking Pacino. When, so was know, I, yeah. But um, ultimately, this is basically the modern day Death Wish. Is really what it is. I've never seen those, but I can't. I won't argue that that fact. But um, and and he just goes on a, a a spiteful rampage after the fact, and God bless him because I would too. So I can't even yep. get. I can't even. I'm not even hating on him for that. He, you know. He he breaks open the foundation of his basement and whips out like all of the like it's like all oh, your I mean I remember he cried that's the other scene I do remember from previous watching it is him breaking that basement floor open and flipping open the box, you know, and pulling out his I pretty they looked like Desert Eagles uh, at least uh, he's got so guns. many guns it's kind of hard to tell what's what but like you know yeah guns lots of guns like, yeah he says that in the second one and you know that was on fucking purpose no he and, says in the third one is it the third one where he says like what do you need he's like guns. Lots of guns. And then they go through their whole fucking war at the uh at No, the he hotel. says it in the second one too, then I think, because there's another there's a scene where he said there, there's another scene. I'm pretty sure it's the second one. So he, he could say it in the third. I'm not arguing that. I'm saying that I think he also says it in the second one. <laughs> well the, the the fun thing is about like Keanu Reeves is fully aware, like I think at the time he didn't know if he was gonna make another Matrix movie. So he's like, I'm just gonna take all the Matrix references, kind of, and put them in. Especially this if franchise. they were all working together on the Matrix franchise, that makes sense too. So right, so like, I would not be surprised if like Hugo Weaving shows up in like John Wick Five or something. It would have been kind of interesting, and I'm jumping ahead to the third one. But if he was the head of the table, he still might. I mean, they haven't shown any of the heads yet. No, they no. Apparently, you met like 
the guy in you three. Met the elder. Who's who above, above the, tape. the tape? Right, that's what I meant. Like it would have been oh, cool well. if that was Hugo, but you know. I don't. I don't think Hugo could. I don't. Uh, despite the fact that Hugo Weaving was born in Yemen, I don't think he could play Middle Eastern. Well, just... I mean, there's that whole. No, I'm just saying, if you wiped away the whole, just yeah. But right. um, and we'll get to that because I have some issues there too. But that's you know, there are some issues like 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 any of these franchises that we talk about, you know. To me, right. there's not a perfect thing here going on in any of these films. You know, there, you know, there's not as many holes as there are in other things we've talked about. You know, but um, which, by the way, can I just divert for like a split second here? In sure. in our transition from Odd Pods to Independent, again, I we we had to change our hosting, and for you listeners, it's not going to mean a thing. But what? it did force me to do was go back and look at some of our stuff just as I was like reorganizing it into our new hosting area. There's some good shit we've talked about that I fucking forgot we talked about. Like I, I've seen a couple topics as I was going through. I was like, oh, I might actually listen to that one because I don't remember what we said. Like, like what? Uh, what was one of them? There was the, um, well, I, the, the I, there's some I remember, but I don't remember what we said. Like Back to the Future, you know, that's one. <laughs> Um, there's the one where you finally watched Hackers and like two other movies I wanted you to see. I don't remember that conversation. I remember having it. Like, I remember that we did it, but I don't remember what was said at all. And I didn't remember that we talked about it until like, oh yeah, we talked about that one. You know what I mean? And stuff like that. Uh, Yeah. I'm waiting for you to come back, like, you know, pitch it like, Hey, you know what we haven't done? We haven't done Hackers. I'm like, you're fucking high. (laughs) Like we did that shit fool. Like you need to pay attention to what we've done. Um, but anyway, so, so, uh, you know, like, so these don't have as many plot holes, but there's definitely some, you know, like, hmm, moments, if nothing else, you know, um, I don't know if I, I mean, there's one part in the third one that I just, it, it's the only real thing where I'm like, oh, fuck, give me a break. It's when, it's when they're like in the, the room, the area in the fucking Continental where there's just all these glass, not mirrors, but just glass. It's the, uh, the executive lounge is what I think they called it. Yeah. Yeah. And they're just constantly chucking John Wick through another pane of glass and I'm just like all right after the 30th time it's starting to get a little fucking repetitive yeah well like, that was getting repetitive I also kind of had a thing um like I I didn't get I didn't get the whole let's go through this entire journey chop off my own fucking finger to be like nah you know what I mean I like think, I, I, I yeah. that just seemed you know and they went the Assassin's Creed route, which I thought was really interesting, being that they're assassins. I I don't know if okay for context. We, all right, we're we're we'll get back to this conversation. Okay, all right. I I still feel like it's it's a good conversation. Um, so yeah, the first one, which I would argue is probably the quote unquote most indie of the three films that have been released so far. Indie meaning independent or. Indie indie feel like in the, okay. Like I didn't know if you were no no I didn't know if you were going Indiana Jones or if you were no like, no no okay. no it, I yeah um it's it's more of like you could tell that they didn't expect the level of success that ultimately they got with the first John Wick. I can so see that yeah. The budget the the choreography is great, but it's very minimal compared to like two and three. Oh sure sure. Um essentially this is what I would refer to as this is Keanu Reeves's taken 
and well, and I had already had that statement before you had sent me that text. But you could you could tell them what your text was. Uh, well, I wasn't gonna I wasn't gonna take credit. No, and that's definitely no pun intended from right. from you. But I I was just going to add that you know like at this point I want to see and I hold on let me look up the character's name because I want to get the character right. What? Brian Mills. I want to see Brian Mills and and John Wick team up in a movie called Taken John Wick. Yeah. I want to see that movie. I want to see that, you know, like, I don't know. And there's a way you could make it happen. I mean, you could absolutely make, I mean, maybe not call it that or whatever and call it a team up. But, like, you could very easily have John doing something and, and stumble across fucking Liam Neeson, you know. Right, their team would be Wiccan. <laughs> right. Um, I, you know, but but getting back to the, the first one. First off, I feel bad for, as a whole, I feel bad for John. I, I absolutely feel bad for this guy. He's had no time to grieve. Like, no. the, all three this of these. This is his grieving process. But not really. Like, I, right. you know, it. you can tell by every time he sees her picture, you know, in the various yeah. places he seems to have it's all over the fucking city, you know, but, you know, he, he, this whole movie, and I think, I think this is lost on people sometimes, not necessarily you, but on other people, this whole movie takes place in a matter of, at most five weeks, Yeah, at most five weeks, you know, and I say that because there might be some gaps that we're not clear on from one scene to another. But you, you know. have yeah yeah you have to consider like his boat ride from New York to fucking Casablanca, like that's right. not gonna be done in like four days. Like no that's, no that's, or, that's a trek. I'm still trying to figure out how I got from New York to Rome and back to New York in like two days. But that I mean I know a plane will do that, but he did it like way fast. <laughs> like uh, it's amazing what those gold coin currency will fucking do because, like, I said to Steph, I'm like, you know what's really super amazing is like everybody's a fucking assassin or everybody works for this you, you took you beat me to it i was gonna say like two thirds like a third of the world are assassins and like two-thirds of new york are like it's like what well that i believe that i <laughs> fucking believe if there's ever gonna be a fucking whole part or a whole state that's just like we're the criminal underworld it's like yeah it's of course it's new york like that's how bad new york is where he felt safe to hide out in new jersey <laughs> thanks you're welcome hey i've been in new jersey i like new jersey but it's like i always made this joke i'm like no one moves to new jersey you're born in new jersey you're raised in new jersey and they go somewhere else and then it sucks john you wick back is, in trust me john wick is the motherfucker who's like i'm gonna move to new jersey because i'm the fucking baba yaga <laughs> yeah right uh it it was a little weird but um yeah, I thought that part was a little overdone too, honestly. Like what? That many as no, that many assassins like everywhere. Like I'm not saying you can't have a but like you know what I mean, but like there were oh, I mean there's a little too many, I think, you know. It's like the one person who was not an assassin was when when 3 opens and he runs to the library, the librarian is like the one person who's like not in league with the fucking right. assassins. Right. I mean like yeah. I mean like even the cab driver at one point, you know, like is is it like yeah, he gives him a fucking gold coin. He's just like take me to the Continental 
Yeah, but until he hands him the gold coin, he's like, you know, he actually he didn't even say take me. He said take me to the library. And then when he realizes he's not going to get there in time, he goes take the dog to the Continental, and he hands him the gold coin. All right, so yeah, uh, the, he does get another dog. We have to clarify that. Yeah, Daisy, see, is, at the, at Daisy the Beagle is dead. Fuckers. I li- and listen, fuckers. that's the other thing. Like, first, first and foremost, I want to state I need to do this for the record for my own conscience or whatever. I understand that the Humane Society was on site and that no animal was actually harmed in this film. But right. typically when there is an animal being harmed, you don't see it. And you see this dog get hit. Like it's clear yeah. enough that you you typically it's off camera, you know what I mean? And and the other the, like in the pe- before I got fetus, I can say like I was never okay with animals getting hurt. I don't want to say that, but I could like disconnect from okay, it's a movie, it's whatever. Right. Now having her and and he like I've listen. She broke her paw pretty early on, probably around the same age as that beagle when it gets gets killed she broke her paw and i've heard that same yelp that the dog let out before it died and i will tell you that that is like for me at this point chilling you know so it's it's really hard for me to hear that i have to stress this i don't think when we see daisy get killed is when daisy got killed because he the guy who the the yelp you heard, he kicked the dog, but he didn't kill the dog. He See, I shot her. I know. I, I kind of. I think he kicked her once, and then also hit her to kill her, and we saw both. I so from what when I rewatched it, I didn't see because I thought I thought if I had remembered that he shot the dog first, and that's that was it. It wasn't a kick. It was just boom, done. But I think he kicked the dog, and then he. Then they shot her off screen and then he put the bond. The, the, that's the fuck that the heartbreaking thing is John wakes up after being knocked unconscious and they had put the dog like right in his face, like on the floor. Like, yep. so he yeah, wakes no, up. The they, first they, thing you these see. fuckers got exactly what they deserve. There's, I would like to mention that the one who quote unquote killed the dog was so fucking uncomfortable that he like every time he had to like rehearse it where he, quote unquote kicked the dog. He immediately started playing with it just to like be like, We're we're cool, right? Like you love me. Oh, I, love I mean you. No, that no that I mean from an yeah, like that that helps a little bit, but yeah. Yeah. Man, like uh, I, yeah, I yes. Everybody deserved to die for, for this whole And thing. honestly I don't think Yosef got what he deserved. No, he deserved to die, but he deserved to so he, quick. He he deserved a little bit of suffering and he didn't get it in my eyes. But that's bizarre. Uh, I, I agree. Steph was furious. Um, but I mean, again, I, I stress that we real I realize it's a movie. I know that dog is fine and I'm sure is living a very fun life wherever it is right now, but that was a cute little beagle. <laughs> yeah. So, so at the, at the end of the first one, after he kills Yosef, who is played by Alfie Allen and Alfie Allen is the younger brother of the singer Lily Allen. If I think mm-hmm. there's a, so but he is more famous for being on Game of Thrones. Okay. So he had a big fucking good, like, he had a good upstart within, like, 2014 with, like, and before. Like, that's why he was in this, is because he was relevant on HBO, essentially. Um, He's also in The he, Predator. 
That's right. He is one of the he's one of the fucking ragtag team of stutters and crazy nutcases yeah. with yeah. yeah. Um ultimately the second best I predator th- film, if I recall. It's just the predator, which is the right. Fourth no, film. I said the second best of the predator films. Oh, uh, I I didn't hear best, and even if I did, I would have chosen to ignore that. <laughs> Yet you commented on it, so because you brought it up again, so fuck you, suck my wick. <laughs> Go um, ahead with your point. My point was I my you know yes he he could play a fucking sleazy little Russian you know party animal who's like my dad's the boss so i can do whatever i want type of role but i felt like his accent kind of wavered a little bit like yeah was... i mean and, and and i'll say that about keanu in this one he never even though he speaks a couple of different foreign languages throughout the franchise he not once tries to, to pull off the accent he's just he's i'm an american speaking the language with as best that I can as an American would be expected to have. There are, and there are plenty of Americans that can speak foreign languages and pull it off perfectly. I'm not yeah. saying that if you're American, you can't speak a language, but there are also plenty that speak foreign language that don't get the inflection or the, the accent the way you're supposed to. So true. Um, I, I would like to say, according to Wikipedia, there is a, there is like a whole backstory that is not featured at least on screen. They, they kind of hint at it little by little through dialogue. Like they give him his actual name. Yep. But like, I guess there was a comic book that was released that basically gives him, um, a, a real fucking like biography. Okay. So I'm going to read just a little bit of it. Cause it's really kind of interesting. Um, so John wicks actual name is Jardani Jovanovich, which He's not just Russian, he's from Belarus, and he's Jewish, which is why at one point, I think it's in the second one, he goes to a Orthodox Jewish uh, facility. Third one. To... No, it's the second one. No, dude, you're getting your movies wrong. It's the third. No, I'm not. Okay, go ahead. Second one, right before he goes to fucking uh, Italy, he goes to the Orthodox fucking Jewish, uh, Not it's not a synagogue, but it's like, Oh, you're ta- okay. Jews. I thought you were going when he get okay. We're talking about two different parts. That's why we're disagreeing. I'm talking about, talking about when he goes with the Orthodox cross and says, "Here's my ticket to get me the fuck out of here." Because that's right, also no. a partially Orthodox. I know what you're talking about, and yes, that yeah. is what you're referring to. Is in two. Yes, I agree. Okay. So he's so uh, he, they give him. So he was born in. They actually say where he's born. Okay. Uh, Podhorji, uh, Belarusian SSR, Soviet Union, on September 12th, 1964, which I'm willing to bet is probably Keanu Reeves' actual birthday. Um, he was what, orphaned at a young age. September 12th, 1964. I don't think so, but hold on. Go ahead. I think the year is right. I think I think he was born in 64, but I could be wrong. Um, he was orphaned at a young age before pe- being taken in by an old friend of his father who would eventually become John's mentor. I wonder who the fuck that guy is. Well, I wonder like, if it's I, Winston, based on the fact that he doesn't kill him. Could be Winston, but they don't... You would think they would, like, say it's Winston. Makes well, me almost think it could be Mel Gibson's future part, maybe. Oh, it could be, but it, if it is Winston, it could explain why he doesn't kill him in three and would allow for the door to be four, where they can kind of explore that. So either, right. 
yeah, either way. Uh, it is revealed in the John Wick comic book miniseries that he spent a significant portion of his adolescence in El Suazel, Mexico. At one point, he was recruited by a Ruska Roma organized crime group and trained by its leader, a woman known as the director. Uh, in the film, she was played Angelica by Angelica Houston. Houston. Yeah, which she looked good, like because I, I, you know, she looked good in this particular film because uh. Looked good, but I didn't recognize stuff. her at first. Like, like when she's first on camera, I didn't recognize her, and then I had to think about it. I'm like, is that Angelica Houston? And then I looked it up, and I'm like, oh shit, okay. Right, and good for her. I mean, like, who? who yeah, else? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if you're gonna get someone who can like order John Wick about, it's got to be someone with that gravitas. Oh sure, um, sure. The only other um, one I un- could think of would be, um, um. I was going to say Helen Mirren, but I don't think that's who I'm thinking of. Could be Helen Mirren. Judy Dench? No. Um, fuck. Maybe it is Helen Mirren. Oh, let me look her up. You you keep reading. I'm sorry. Um, Under the director's supervision, John was trained as a hitman and learned skills including martial arts, firearms, and other weaponry, tactical driving, infiltration, escapology, and more. And leaving the Ruskarama organization, he was arrested for an unspecified crime and incarcerated. Upon release, he was manipulated into joining the underground crime world operating out of the Continental Hotel chain. John eventually became the top enforcer for the New York Russian crime syndicate, becoming a feared and ruthless hitman that people describe as a man of focus, commitment, and sheer will. He was later nicknamed Baba Yaga, being further described as the man who would se- one would send to kill the boogeyman. His prowess was such that he once single-handedly killed three men in a bar with a fucking pencil, which I fucking love that we actually kind of saw. Yeah, I was just going to say, we see that a little bit in the second one. Yeah, that, I mean, that was just fucking amazing. Um, eventually, John fell in love with a woman named Helen, hoping to leave his past as a contract killer behind him and pursue a normal life. He met with Vigo Tarasov, boss of the Tarasov mob, who agreed to grant him his freedom if he could carry out what was described as an impossible task, implying that walk that Wick wasn't expected to survive the mission. In order to accomplish his goal, Wick requested assistance from crime boss Santino D'Antonio and subsequently ended up owing him a blood oath called a marker. Basically, it's a blood oath and like a pendant thing. They each kind of prick their fingers, and then they'd be like, all right, now you owe me, and until this is done, then you owe me. Uh, John eliminated all of Tarasov's major rivals, thus enabling him to become one of New York's most powerful crime bosses. Uh, John retired and settled down with Helen, his reputation now legendary, and the two lived happily together for five years. So then it basically gives the uh, synopsis of the three films. But that's basically a really fascinating enough origin story. For sure. Still leaves a lot on set. What was the date for the birthday again? Uh, September 12th, I think. What year? 64. He's September 2nd, 64. So, so Keanu Reeves is 10 days older than his character? Uh, it, yes, unless they flubbed it up in the, the Wikipedia, which is possible. That is possible, but that's interesting too. That like, they were like, we're so close, but no, we're not, we're, we're not, you know, Keanu Reeves is not Baba Yaga. His, you know, do you think when he was born, he was just known as baby Yaga? 
I can't I, listen. I know the person I'm thinking of is in the Fast and the Furious Eight, and she's not credited anywhere, and she's not even in IMDb as uncredited. That's the thing that's kind of irking me about it. I have no idea. I haven't seen the eighth film yet. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, maybe think of another movie she could have been in. I'm, I can't think of anything else she was in. I know she's been in stuff. She's big enough to. I know that. I'm just blanking on other shit. And because okay. I can't remember her name, I can't. You know what I mean? Um, well, speaking of other cast members that like look like they can kind of boss wick around, uh, I, I actually, I'm, I'm kind of a, I'm not a huge fan, but I was glad to see the actor who played the Russian mob boss in one, um, T- uh, Tazov or whatever the fuck is. Helen Mirren is who I was thinking of. I said, yeah, didn't, did I? I think I Helen said Mir- it too, but I think I, I thought I started second guessing myself on the name, but Helen Mirren is who I was talking of. Gotcha. Good. Yeah. Well, yeah, I absolutely could see her giving, you know, telling, you know, John Wick what to do. What up? Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Um, All right. So, um, so the actor that I was talking about is uh, Vigo Tarasov, but the actor is Michael Nickfist. So the, the funny thing is that the guys who play the head Russians are actually brothers that you see in part one and then you see at the opening of part two, mm-hmm. they're both Swedes. So the Swedish actors play Russians, but the guy who's the father of Yosef um, unfortunately died. Like John Wick uh, one was one of his last movies. You know, I, I, um, I also like the fact that when he, uh, well, so I, I, I want to get back to his brother from the second one. So don't let me forget that. But I do have something to say about the father in the first one. I wanted to ask you if you thought, um, uh, like when he gets pissed off at the kid and and punches him like three or four times, is right. is it because he kills the dog or is it because he killed John Wick's dog? Because I feel like it's a little bit of both, honestly. Oh, I I think specific. Well, I don't think it has anything to do with just being a dog. I think it's like you fucking, you pissed off the boogeyman. You have no idea the shit that now I have to deal with. This is also, by the way, way I don't fuck with people anymore when I when I'm out in public. Like if someone pisses me off, like I I typically don't. I know I've told stories on here where I've done it, so I'm not saying I'd never do it, but I right. I try not to do that because you never know who the fuck you're pissing off. You know what I mean? Right. Like that guy had no clue who John Wick was. He's like, well, the only person in a 5,000 mile radius that doesn't know who the fuck John Wick is for whatever reason. But you know, him but and his would think, three idiot would cronies. Think, you would think Vigo would have fucking like, you know, late at night told, telling Yusuf like, you know, horror stories of the crime syndicate. Like, you better go to bed or the Baba Yaga is going to get you. Yeah, but he may never know what he looked like. That's the only thing I could argue against that theory is that maybe he never showed him a picture. I don't know. You know what I mean? But Yeah, I mean, I mean, for sure, Vigo knew. Everybody knew John Wick. and it's. But that's the other thing is like... Oh, Vigo knew. Knows. I'm talking about Yosef, you know. Yeah, it's sort of weird how, like, he is the one motherfucker who doesn't know that John Wick is, like... John, John Wick. Wick. Even the cabbie yeah. in New York knows him as Mr. Wick. Yeah. So like, like he, yeah, like these three fuckers up. had yeah. no idea who the hell and who they are. Like it'd be different if they were like three scabs on the crew, like some three no-name fuckers that nobody knew, right? But we're talking about right. like the boss's kid has no clue who John Wick is. Mm, yeah. You know. It's 
he's basically the Fredo of that family where he just like, I, you know, I'm the, I'm like I said, he's the arrogant, like my daddy's the boss. I can do where the fuck I want. I just want to yeah. hang on the sauna and get blowjobs from, you know, bubble butt bikini girls, you know, and have champagne. Like that's, that's his motivation in life. The other, you know? the, now going back to the, to the, the brother from the second one. Peter Starmari. Yeah. Do you know, do you know where you've seen him play a Russian before? Oh, I, uh, uh a Russian specifically. Yep. Um, cause I know exactly where you've seen him. I mean, I've seen him in a fucking metric ton of shit, but remind me. He is the club owner in Bad Boys 2. That's right. But for those who don't know who the fuck we're talking about, this motherfucker also worked with Keanu in another film. You remember? Mm-hmm. No. He's the devil in Constantine. It's been a while since I watched that all the way through. So, well, yeah. We we saw it when we did I our... I think uh, I ended up having to skip it. It was one of those ones. Really? Yeah, and it wasn't because I don't like it. I think it was one of those we ran out of time and we had to, like, we had to record. Like, it was sure. that kind of thing. Um, and I had seen it enough to be able to discuss it with you. But, I like, that little bit, you know, gets whatever. But... That's what I liked about the John Wick films is that they are they're they're bringing back the people that are like kind of relevant. Fucking Morpheus. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. They're Which, bringing, by the like, way, all... weren't you the one that told me that Wick three and or Wick four and Matrix four were filmed simultaneously or back to back? No. Well, they were supposed to be re- released on the same day. Weren't they also filmed like pretty they close were together? Filmed con- yeah, they were filmed very close to each other, and then like. Because you know, it's pretty obvious, but spoilers on three, by the way, that that Lawrence Fishburne's coming back for at least part of four, if not the whole fucking film, for John right. Wick. And like, and I don't know if you remember, but the story is that Lawrence Fishburne wasn't even asked to be in in Resurrections. Yeah. Like, it's not that he was asked and turned it down; like he wasn't even approached. Right. You know they want. Yeah, they want to go younger and. More flamboyant, more. And fierce. you can imagine him. Like I just imagine him on the set with, with Keanu of Wick Four going, motherfucker, like what? Like yeah, or like he's just like, so, how's the Matrix? Like right, yeah, like, something like that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it, it was really weird. Like I almost forgot he was in this. Like. And what I mean by almost forgot is like I I remembered it so well that I started second guessing myself. I'm like, am I placing Morpheus in this film because of that, as opposed to, you know what I mean? Like, so then when I saw it, I was like, okay, I was right, good, I was right. But then it's like, oh wait, Wick Four, Matrix Four, damn. <laughs> like, let me put it this way: if if Patrick Swayze hadn't died. I guarantee he would have been, been in like even one of these fucking movies. I, with all respect to Willem Dafoe, I think he would have been Willem Dafoe's role. That's a fair assessment. Um, and that's before, not a shot at Willem. I just feel like Patrick would have fit that role really well. So just as well, yeah, yeah. Um, that being said, before Ian McShane was cast as Winston, they originally offered it to Pacino, who I could also see totally. Well, McShane, I mean, look, with, with all, look, first off, I like Ian McShane. I want to say that. I, I've seen him in some stuff. I've seen him in some not-so-great movies that I like him in. Like, he's in Death Race. I don't think you've ever seen that that movie with Statham. I saw Death Race, yeah. Okay, I didn't know. They didn't seem like your kind of movie. That's why I'm surprised you saw it. I but anyway. S- I saw, 
I mean, I, I've seen more Jason Statham movies than I probably Care let to? on. Yeah. Okay, no, well, no, no that I've let on. I mean, like, he's a, he's a guilty pleasure from time but to time. Death, Death Race is probably my, my favorite my favorite Statham movie, but that's different conversation. But um, Ian, okay. Ian McShane is in that and a prominent role in that film. Right. And... Uh, so I've seen him there, and I've seen him in some other stuff. I'm, I'm no, I've seen him on blanking on the films. I've seen him in a couple different things. But he was black. He was Blackbeard in Pirates. Of the that's Caribbean right. 4. Yeah, he's there too. Yeah. So anyway, most famous for Deadwood is really what he's. Which I've not really. watched, so I can't speak to that. He's but anyway, good in it. Yeah. But I've always thought of him as Pacino light. Like that's that's what he is. So like no, really. I mean, like, he he. he 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 looks like he could be related to Pacino. Like I'm, I, I doubt they are, but he looks he, like he he's... could be like a brother or a cousin or something. You know what I mean? And he's definitely Britchino for sure. Well, right. right? I'm not. It, it, it's not. And that's not meant as a slight at Ian in any capacity. It's just or, that, or Al, yeah, or Al, yeah. It it's just meant that they. You know, it's like, but it almost feels like, all right, we didn't get Pacino. Let's get McShane. Like that's, you know, like. Well, the... The funny thing is, is Ian McShane didn't even know. Like he thought he had he had shown up for a separate project. So after like a week, he was just like, "Wait, when is fucking this character?" Like he thought it was a reoccurring thing that he had done in the past. Uh, he thought it was like a. And he's just like, "When is my fuck? When so and so showing up?" And like, what are you talking about? He's like, "Well, is it this this fucking series I did?" He's like. Oh no, dude! You're on a separate thing called John Wick. He's like, I'm on what now? <laughs> so like, and he and it was just like an error through his agent. Like these agent didn't tell him the right fucking thing. So in all, you know, he's like, all right, well, look, I'm here. I've already filled some scenes. I'm going to keep going through this, but I'm going to call everybody by the character's name that I was intending on sharing with. Like it was a female co-star. Okay. So he's like, I'm just going to call everybody that off camera because I was expected to be on this particular set and I'm on this fucking set. So I'm going to treat it like I was on the other set. All right. Just, fair enough. It's just a weird like sense of humor, but, but like that, that's also sounds like a Pacino kind of thing. That's yeah. Kind of, you're, you're feet. You're feeling my point here, but <laughs> I'm not disagreeing with you. I absolutely agree that like you, you fucking give Pacino a British accent. You got Ian McShane. Yeah. At yeah. least now. I don't know what the fuck. Oh yeah, I'm talking like yeah now yeah. That being said, it would it's impossible for me to see Ian McShane not be in this franchise. Like he is just as important as a secondary role. I know. I I will say I will say that about this franchise from what we've seen so far, all of the casting seems to have been spot on. There's very few, like, I, you know, like, like we just said, you could put Swayze in Willem Dafoe's role, but that's not because Willem Dafoe was a bad choice. It's just right. that it would be equally as good, right? Same with Pacino and McShane. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, it, you know, like, it's, it, they're not, none of these have been, none of the important characters. And I say that in that, like, people that are still living at this point, basically, None of them were bad choices. And even some of the ones that are dead. But I'm saying, like, like yeah, Yosef, I get the guy was on Game of Thrones. And at the, that point, it was probably the peak of Game of Thrones. But he's probably interchangeable. You know what I mean? Like, 
Yeah, I mean, but he he looks the part. He does the part re- well. Where he's basically like a runty little fucking like. Sure, but there's plenty of those in Hollywood. Yeah. You know, so it it, it whatever. <laughs> what did you? Th- we're gonna jump ahead to three, but what did you think of Halle Berry? That felt a little weird. I mean, like I I like the sequence, and she did a fine enough job with it, but she's kind of forgettable, really. You know. Really. I thought so. You know, it reminded me of a conversation we had a couple episodes back. We were talking about the movie Speed. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, and she was supposed to be uh, Annie. Annie. Yeah. And her reasoning was, I don't want, I'll just be another black woman driving a bus. Right. And I actually disagreed. I said, I think for her at the time of her career, based on how Speed ended up being a fucking mega hit, it probably would have jumpstarted her career. I just find it interesting. In my own mind, I think she was thinking about that being like, fuck, the next opportunity I get to work with Keanu, I'm going to do it. Yeah. And and I could almost see her being like, oh, fuck, I don't want to be just another black woman holding a gun. I I didn't feel like looking it up, but I had heard she was in consideration for Niobe's part in Matrix 2 and 3. And then I guess ultimately would have been in 4 as well. But that's... That's an interesting pull. I I never would have thought of Jada Pinkett possibly do, if it's if the character of um, Sophia in John Wick Three, played by Halle Berry, is supposed to be an African American woman, then I could almost see Jada Pinkett Smith being the first, uh, the most obvious choice based on previously with Keanu. Right. Just just because this does seem to be a whole bunch of previously with Keanu. <laughs> like right. Yeah. So. But I I, I kind of dug the the whole concept that Hatwoman is bossing a couple fucking dogs around and yeah like, no I like she she did good and I, I I'm not finding fault but like the character was more or less they're you know, gonna have to expand like they're gonna they're gonna make a whole big thing about her and you know what honestly like as as cool as a show about the content would be I'd almost be curious to see a show about that that forge. Where the coins were designed and they're they're oh in Casablanca yeah I don't need a whole Casablanca thing but just that that forge and how that's because that kind of stuff like especially because he makes a big deal out of the first coin and the first marker and like you know so you know it might it might have been designed just throwaway lines but it intrigued me enough to be like hmm I wonder where that first marker was for you know what i mean like that right kind of yeah thing, who, who who made that blood oath and why right and what and what was the first coin for, like what what made or what made them design decide to use the coin system versus you know regular money or whatever you know so right um, see that that's what i liked about this soon to be quadrilogy is that as we're watching each film, we, we, I mean, look, it's a little fucking ridiculous. Like everybody is fucking involved in this underworld. And then the, even the homeless are the underworld under the underworld. Like we, I did like that. They were their own little splinter cell though. Really? Like I kind of yeah. dug that. And I was, a, I was a little disappointed that they were in on the excommunicado. Like that kind of yeah. bothered me a little bit. Like I'm not, I didn't hate it, but I was like, I thought they were not, you know, first, first off, to me, this whole under the table thing didn't become real clear until like three. Yeah, you know, like it, it's referred to in two because you know what's his face wants his seat at the table, but it doesn't, it doesn't lay out like this hierarchy until 
pretty much the end when Wick's like, oh, I'm going to fuck this dude up. You know what I mean? So It, w- it would not surprise me if they're, let's say they're going to make like five films, like that's it. But that's it would what not it's su- scheduled for. Well, yeah. No, I'm saying it stops at five because Keanu has said, as long as like they're making money, I will continue playing John Wick forever. He likes like, the character. Yeah, I know. He that. loves yeah. the character, but yeah. I know he's going to be like, all right, I can't do this shit anymore. No, like, I can see him. No, I, it, well, say we were going to say it, and I'll tell you what I was thinking. What are, um, that I guarantee, or at least I predict, that like the final title of the final film is going to be called like John Wick: The High Table, because well, that will be the, the final level essentially. I I I see him being at the table at some point, you know, or at least doing something like running the Continental, like you know what I mean, so that. You know, he doesn't have to be all over the place like he, he is right now. To your point about, you know, the, the insanity, the stunts and whatever, you know, so. Mm, maybe. I what think I, ultimately the character itself just wants to fucking be done. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But, you know, at the same time, like, at the end of this last one, it was, well, you're you're kind of still in, dude. Like, you know, like. There's yeah, no, you, you're, you're fucked. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing that that was my one of my big complaints about the franchise is like, all right, he first off, he he, there's a point where John takes it kind of too far. Like, I feel like if I don't know, I, I'm kind of losing my train of thought. And I don't know why, but like there was a point I remember thinking like if he had just stopped, he could have walked away and been free and clear, and he chose not to. Oh, uh, when he shot Santino. Yeah. Well, no, because then they put the the excommunicado on him. So no. Well, he could have walked away. He didn't have to shoot Santino. He he basically. Oh you know, yeah. Like, well, no, but the contracts. No, because they, they no, because they're right. Because Winston got the contract pulled, right? If I recall. He got the the contract was pulled because it was a contract on Wick that Santino put out to, t- to tie up loose ends. So right. it's. But at that point, there all he had to do was just wait a little bit, you know. But he, I think he he shot Santino for the obvious reason that he shot that he blew up his fucking house, you know. He he was like, "Look, I did what you wanted me to do, but now, oh yeah, he at that point he had pulled off the fucking contract. John could have walked back. He could have been done. But we also know that this motherfucker's got a." temper like if you if you well, kill his sure. dog and you, kill his, yeah. you fuck with his ride you burn his like i was making jokes with steph when we were watching and i'm like oh shit they burnt they blew up his fucking house that's where he fucking first had sex with his wife and now they destroyed the fucking building and everyone must die and then it showed like a close-up of like the photo of john and his wife burning and i'm like oh shit they burnt the one photo he had of his wife. He's going to kill everybody. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, he found another photo at the library because why? Um, well, I could see him having pictures of his wife at different state stash house areas. That doesn't surprise me that he has that. It was just weird that he chose a, like a very specific library book to like put like a gun and some coins and a photo in. It's like, have you heard of a safe? Have you gone to a bank? Well, no, but I mean... It- Listen, I've watched enough different spy films, and I know he's not a spy, he's an assassin, but, like, the line between spy and assassin is not 
real wide if you really think about it, except one's on one side of the law, one's on the other, essentially is what it boils down to. And spies will do that type type of shit too. Like, you know, spoilers to the next Seer the next episode, but you know when we do the born ones, you're gonna as you get later into the franchise, you'll see that Jason's got shit stashed everywhere. You yep. know, so it's it's the same the same kind of idea. You know, I know. I just felt like a library was really weird. That being said, whatever our minor like, I still fucking love the world that they like. Oh yeah, no, listen, I. I it, Again, I'm not. I don't have any problem with it. Like, I'm not coming out of this going. Oh, I can't believe we had to watch these. Like, I I bought oh. them. I bought them on 4K. Um, I I didn't realize they only came on 4K. Like, it wasn't one of those combos. It also came with the Blu-ray, so I had to watch oh. it on my PS5. But that's neither here nor there. So it's the first time I've actually watched 4K on my PS5. Um. I got to tell you, having a 4K TV and a 4K system, I didn't notice a goddamn difference. But that's beside the point. Um, yeah. I got I got all three for like 20 bucks, though, on 4K. So it's not a bad price. Yeah, I've had all three of the DVDs like from work over the over the last you see, couple I, years. I, I never owned any of them before yeah. this. So um, but it was something I was. It was one of those franchises. I bought it because we were doing this, right? But, like, it was one of those franchises that I was like, all right, I'll buy it when they make the last one. And they're like, oh, we're going to make four. I'm like, all right, well, I'll wait till they make four. And then they're like, oh, we're going to make five. And I'm like, all right, well, I'll wait. So, like, I didn't not get it because I didn't want it, but I knew they were going to keep putting out numbers. And it was like, well, let's wait till they stop and I can just buy, like, the collection of however many there are. You know what I mean? Right. So that's the only reason why I didn't own them up to this point. So. Plus, they might make a fucking, you know, a crossover with the movie Atomic Blonde, which... Which I was going to talk about. I actually would be on board with... I liked Atomic Blonde, and I would be in with that. I like Charlize and the action of Atomic Blonde, but I didn't overall like the story. I found the story... I, I need to rewatch it, because I don't, re- I don't... I remember not being impressed with the story. Well, itself. and I, what I'm wondering, though, and I, I actually have it on the screen here, because I was going to bring it up. It doesn't really talk about what they were going to do, but it would be really interesting. What, what I think you would do is you would bring her into Wick's world, not the other way around. So you would get the parts you like brought into the John Wick universe as opposed to John getting thrown into hers. You know what I mean? Like, And it makes sense because Keanu and Charlize work together mm-hmm. in Devil's Advocate. Yep. So you get that previously with Keanu. Yeah, um, go ahead. I was going to just talk about like certain, like, like, high scenes that I fucking absolutely dug like throughout the well, three before films. you, before you, you can't, I, I want to hear that, but before you get in, there's a couple other crossover things and other projects that I thought oh, since we brought it up, we should talk about it. I um, know, I know you're, I know one of them you're going to bring up. Well, you already mentioned the continental prequel show, which, uh, I am, I am on board for it. Like I like, I like the whole concept of the continental. I do. So I'd be on yeah. board for that show. I I'd watch that. Um, I don't know anything about nobody, but reading the little thing here sounds kind of interesting. So I, so I've seen nobody. Okay. Uh, nobody is a movie with, um, Bob Odenkirk, better known as the guy who was like from better call Saul. Right. Which I've not uh, watched either. Oh, uh, Bob Odenkirk is one of those comedians that like, I, I, I know who he is, but I don't know. Yeah. 
Well, he, he, you know, way back when he was also super famous for the show, Mr. Show. Right. Um, for the, and so imagine if John Wick, instead of being played by Keanu was played by Bob Odenkirk okay. and was like living in a suburban house with like a wife and two kids and everybody thought he was a total nobody. And he's like basically just a boring suburban dude who like has a job and, and, and he's just a very quiet kind of quiet dude. So he like the, basically the government would send him to like the mafia and the other crime syndicates to like fuck them up. So isn't, like, isn't that Mr. And Mrs. Smith basically? N- except they are fucking spies and they're assigned to each other. This is just like, this well, is like no, an, ultimately they are, but not in the beginning, you know? True. I think they called, if I remember correctly, they basically made uh, Bob Odenkirk known as an auditor. Like he, if like, if the mafia was like out of line or something, they would like the government would. Oh, send like that him, girl, like, the woman that shows up in the third wick. No, that's an adjudicator. Adjudicator. But yeah. But I think they specifically called him an auditor. An auditor. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, but the funny thing is, like, as if you you just watch the trailer for actually, I think nobody's on HBO after the whole thing of like John Wick and everything. I think you would enjoy it because it's essentially the same thing, but it's like like a middle aged man just <laughs> like fucking up dudes and and. Just basically saying, I've had enough. And he also he also played one of the uh, Marshall's bosses on How I Met Your Mother. Like he had like a reoccurring role as Marshall's boss on on that show. So, and it basically takes the concept of like let's take someone who doesn't look like a badass and make him a badass. It's right. it's essentially the same thing. So that one I'm not so sure about, but you know, well, I liked what they said that they would say that they would be both on the same side. Because I wouldn't want to see them go up against each other because sure. I don't, I don't, you know, it, one, it would be a fucking draw. I don't care how much of a Baba Yaga he is, but like Bob Odenkirk holds his own and I don't want to see one die over the other. I want them to team right. up and fuck up everybody. The other thing they announced or, but there's no date or anything for it yet. Um, and it's not a collab. It's, it's another spinoff, but this one I'm kind of interested in too is, this thing called Ballerina, which seems to kind of focus on Angelica Houston's character and that whole house that she's got going on. So uh, it, it's less specific. I mean, I, I think Houston's character is going to be obviously in it because she's the director. But it, from what I remember reading, they said it was going to be about the ballerina that is spinning. Well, on right, stage. but I just meant I just meant like that world. That's what I that meant. That world, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, not necessarily focused on Angelica's character, but that that world that she has built and whatever. The only thing, the only objection I have objections, wrong word, strong word. The only concern that's probably the better phrase that I have for this is that it it's going to be Black Widow without Black Widow. Like well, they did that already. What What that's, do you mean? Right. Red Sparrow was essentially oh, well, the true. same thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, but the the initial possible casting that they originally were going to do, which was Chloe Grace Moretz, which she mm. played Hit Girl mm-hmm. in Kick Ass. So, like, yep. I was like, okay, that makes a lot of fucking sense. Anybody who can do some twirling on dudes and shoot them in the face, she's got the creds. Um, I guess now they're they're aiming for um, Ana de Aramis or whatever her name was. The uh, woman I don't who was know. Doesn't in the, say. 
the woman who was in the new Bond film and like the she was kind of like the clumsy agent. Yeah, within, according with, to this, it's still according to the wiki, it's still Chloe. So, oh well, okay. Um, either way, I'm 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 in, I love the John Wick world at this point. I'm absolutely intrigued by the the area where every time they make they put a hit out on for somebody, all these. It's all very these, retro tech, yeah. It's retro tech, and all the employees are like they look like they're they're fucking like like contributors to Suicide Girls. Like they're all just kind of like inked except up. For, and, except for the one old woman. Oh, I don't know, man. We don't know what she does on the side. I'm just saying. Did you recognize um, the one guy? Yep, fucking uh, Penguin. Yep, from Gotham. Robin. Robin. Uh, Robin, Robin, Robin Taylor Lord. Taylor Lord. Yeah, yeah, that's his fucking name. Um, I didn't know if which you'd recognize I thought was him. Really fucking funny that he's just randomly in this. Yeah, I, I it was it was an odd like not in a bad way, but very like oh okay you know like well it, it makes sense like if he was gonna be anywhere in the fucking John Wick mythos oh, yeah, he would sure. he'd be that motherfucker be like all right typey typey type like speaking of um casting uh there was one that I it it was I I was oddly conflicted about I like the actress. I thought she did a fine job. I still don't know if I liked her in the role though, and that's that's um Ruby Rose in two. Like, I I don't know. I, I, I like her and I, I, I'm a defender of hers even more now after reading about what happened when she was on Batwoman, but like I'm kind of on the fence because I've I've read not look, I don't really believe Warner Brothers' statements anymore based on what they've done with Amber Heard and all that shit. Amber yeah. Heard and Johnny Depp and Jason Momoa and and fucking whatever because you know Ray Park, yeah. Ray Park, Joss Whedon, yeah. like Warner Brothers has been fucking up especially for the last 5 years especially. Sure. So I don't trust any of their statements. But that being said, I did read other cast members talking about Ruby Rose specifically. Mm. And they were like, oh no, she was like always late to set. She was always hungover and she was a fucking diva. And she yelled at everybody. And there were days where she didn't want to feel, she just didn't feel like working because she did too much Coke the night before. And yes, she had her injury. Yes, it was painful. Yes, it was real, but she was a fucking bitch mm. is what they're saying. So I'm kind of on the fence. Um, I think the the interesting addition of having Ruby Rose play, I don't, I wouldn't call her. I don't think she's deaf specifically. It's hard to say. She never speaks, and she only does sign language. But it's not that we don't know that she's deaf or just doesn't or just chooses not to speak. She's just the silent. Bob of this fucking universe, you know. But even but unlike Silent Bob, actually uses real sign language, whereas Bob's just like, you know, waving. emojis yeah, and shit. Yeah, yeah. which uh, I still a... hated that fucking thing in reboot. I hated uh, that. Yeah, it got a little. Look, we love you, Kevin, but it got a little tiring. Yeah, um, I'm I'm gonna call Ruby Rose's characters fucking Silent Bob and Weave. That's what I'm gonna do <laughs> from now on. Okay. Um, that being said, I love the fact that. John Wick is basically a polyglot of 80 magnitude. Like he knows fucking sign. He knows 
Italian. He knows fucking right. Russian. He knows he multiple knows. languages. Yeah. And and you're right. He doesn't try and do an accent because you know Dracula. Anybody? Um, <laughs> but devil's advocate. Anybody? Devil's advocate. Fucking. You know anything else, Keanu Reeves? <laughs> that requires an accent. Yeah. 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 See, this is why he's just like I, I'm going to be the guy who speaks every language but has no accent. That's what I'm going to do. I'm intelligent enough where I know every language on the planet, but I'm not going to try this shit. My accent is gun. That's that's what oh, it is. I just have to correct. We we said Robin Taylor Lord. It's Robin Lord Taylor. It's we had the. I just want to. All right, yeah. fucking penguin. <laughs> you're you're right. You're absolutely right. Um, uh, what I liked about. Ruby Rose in in and her character they never say her character's name but her character's name is Ares. Yes. And she's the head assassin bodyguard for Santino who is the main antagonist of the second film who blows up his fucking ass. I'm just for for context for like Jay and you know anybody else just explaining the shit. Um what I liked about her is that even though she's kind of a wafy character, she's very rail thin. She's, you know, she doesn't look like she's going to be super imposing. She could pack a punch, but it her fight against John Wick is the complete sort of the opposite of his fight with Common. Right. You with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually so, like the fights with Common. I thought Common was great. I which I never really thought I'd say. I got nothing <laughs> against Common. But like it, it is kind of a weird random casting. Um, but what I liked is that he stabs Common in the in, in a spot in his chest, but leaves the blade in and says, and "If says, you pull it out, you're gonna die." Yeah. And then he specifically says, uh, "Consider that a professional courtesy yep. because they're both assassins and they both respect each other." And it's a throwback to an earlier line. Yeah, when Common yeah. buys him a drink and says, consider a professional yeah, courtesy. Yeah, yeah. But he stabs Ruby Rose in the same spot, but pulls out the blade. Well, yeah. So he, he's he's like, we, you do not get the professional courtesy. And she signs like, be seeing you. And he's like, sure, whatever. Fuck you. And she dies. Um, I thought that was an interesting part. My The fucking highlight for me in terms of the Common... John Wick fight is and Michael and I fucking love this scene. We would do we would mime it to each other where we where John Wick is walking through a subway station and Common is on sort of the upper level above him and off to the left and they're walking silently looking at each other and they pull out silenced pistols yep. and they keep trying to shoot at each other. Yeah. And and the whole place is packed. There's fucking pedestrians and people just walking around unaware there's bullets flying next to their faces and i just, i thought it was the funniest fucking thing like pew 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 pew, pew and you're just like going on a little stroll yeah. so michael and i we would just go like this like you can see it but i'm like we we're just triggered to each other next to <laughs> like doing this shit and because he's so much taller it is sure, kind of right, like the right. same fucking yeah, thing yeah, yeah, like yeah, standing yeah. on a balcony yeah it's um funny. i fucking love that scene um that's a good scene yeah i i fucking absolutely love the scene in the third one where I even sent this to Jay because like, she's like, I've never seen the John Wick films. I'm like, all right, well you need to see this one scene to get an idea of what is coming. The fucking knife scene in the opening of Parabellum, the third one 
Jesus. where he goes into an antique stop uh, shop and oh, he, and he's like, like just throwing knives at people's heads. Like I yeah. fucking love that scene so much, dude. Because like he breaks in and he, it's like a recreation of the good and the bad and the ugly, where ugly is like makes like he takes a bunch of old revolvers and makes a new one to his specification. I, I actually like that. I thought that was pretty cool that he's that knowledgeable that he can like take four old revolvers and kind of build a new one out of them and like you know and just use it for one shot. Like he literally is building it. Puts the round in as a, like a dude fucking breaks down the door and just quick draws, shoots him, and then just throws the gun, runs. Like so, I real quick before you get into more of your scene because I want to hear, but it, it triggers a question I've been meaning to ask you like three times, and we've spun off, and I forget to ask oh, you. No, no, no. It's not that. It's not a big deal because the conversations have been flowing. But it, it, it. What are your thoughts about him being that good of a shot? Like. When he has a handgun, it's almost always one shot, one kill. There's a handful of times where you do the two shot, but for the most part, and and I'm excluding when the guys are wearing like the body armor. I'm talking when dudes are just dudes, because like when 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 they basically send the SWAT team in in three, it's like eight shots per dude because of the type of armor they're wearing. So I'm not counting that, but like. Like, that whole hallway sequence in the catacombs, it's, like, one shot. He, like, one shots almost everybody. Well, majority of the time, in, in majority in that scene, he's using a fucking shotgun. But, yeah, I... I no, no, he starts, with the, he starts with the machine gun, he goes to the handgun, then he grabs the machine gun. Like, there's a whole sequence of guns no, in there. It's machine gun, handgun, and then shotgun. That's what I said. No, you said machine gun twice. Well, if I said it, I didn't mean it, but yes. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah. Um... I've I noticed but he, that, but he 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 only one shots with the handgun because even the shotgun was taken two per. I noticed that because Steph and I both commented almost at the same time. He loves shooting the foot around the corner of somebody. Like he he loves luring them out. He'll shoot the foot or the leg of somebody. And then that gives them the, they like stumble out into frame and then he shoots them. So he's actually not doing a one shot, one kill as much as you think he is, but he's being tactical with every bullet he's doing. Mm. So he's shooting people in the foot. He's shooting people with the leg. He's shooting them enough where they're immobile. And then he directs the firepower to other guys that he feels are more of a threat. And then he goes back and, He's very proficient at shooting the fucking head. I'll give him that. That's what credit. I mean. Like, yeah. Like, there's but one I sequence. Th- I think it's in the... I'm calling it the fun house, but I know it's not that. But it's like that fun yeah, house type thing. Mean. And he... There's a sequence in there. I don't think he does more than one shot on anybody. Like, it, it's all one-shot kills in there. Well, if you remember, I think in that particular scene, he was only given seven bullets at first. So well, it starts yeah. off with him being, I'm going to use every bullet. As but I'm saying, sparingly. there's very few people in life that could one-shot as often as he does and kill a motherfucker. You could put some people I, down, but, you know. I, I still think he's shooting more people. I think I think it's honestly two to three shots per person, honestly. Uh, I don't know. I, I Because he looks like he's doing the double tap. Like, oh. he's, he's doing the... Two in the chest, one in the head type of way of doing it. 
sometimes, yes, there are times he does have. There are other times, like like that sequence I was talking about. Like he shoots one guy, turns, shoots another one, turns, shoots another. He pulls off three shots, and all three of them are headshots. Like no I think aiming, in his, just bang, I think bang, in bang. His, I mean, look, just like any chef, I think you need to know, you need to hone your skills, and I uh, think this yeah. is, you know. He's a level 10 player and he's going up against a lot of noobs. So, you know, he's, I'm just saying like, that's just not a reference I would have expected you to make of all people, but that's all right. Go ahead. You were yeah, talking you about expect, the good. To... You would expect me to be like, what's a newbie in? Like, you know, <laughs> you were talking about the good Vandy ugly dog. Please finish that. Oh, well when he, yeah. So when he fucking, you know, makes his gun and then like a dude runs in, he shoots it and then he runs and a bunch of, See, at this point, his fucking, there's a contract out on him. So the second film ends with everybody, all the assassins of New York getting a fucking cell phone alert that now his life is up for grabs. You, and get, you have to wait an John, hour, though, to do it. So Right, which fucked over Ian McShane. He wasn't supposed to do sure, that, apparently. Yeah, yeah. See, that's, that's where, his, where Ian McShane's character got a little arrogant, where he's like, oh, I've been running the Continental for fucking 40 years. I'm untouchable. And then he, he's like, I have the power to do what I want. I'm going to give John Wick an hour to run away. Yep. And then, like, the the high table is like, no, you fucked up. You were supposed to kill him right then and there. He's like, yeah, yeah. but I, I'm, I'm Ian McShane, motherfucker. Like, I can do what I want. They're like, no, no. Like, there's other people in charge of you. Oh, you'll appreciate so, this. Did you see who actually did get cast at Winston and ultimately didn't film anything? Uh-uh. Jason Isaacs. Oh, I did do that actually, but that I I look I like Jason Isaacs I I I really do like Jason Isaacs I don't think it would have worked as well. No, I, I I have to agree, but it's it's an interesting. I mean that I think he could it may have not worked as well, but it would he could have done it for sure. So if Charon wasn't the actor who played Charon was not available, Lance Reddick, Lance Reddick, I could see Jason Isaacs doing that. Which character is it? I'm sorry. The the, the 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 guy who's at the Continental, the one who the concierge. Yeah, I, I actually see I actually see him more in the uh, the guy who's running the forge in the third one. Oh yeah, I'd rather do that. Yeah. I, I mean, I got nothing against that particular actor in the third film. Again, but anyway, he, he's you another, were... he's another Game of Thrones actor, but like, yeah, they they changed his look, and so the entire time I'm like, oh my god, is that fucking is that. Braun? the whole like the whole time I was watching this, I'm like, is that the is that Braun from Game of Thrones? What the oh my fuck? god! Did you? All right. Well, anyway, I'll get this in a minute. But the other, um, you were talking about that the the scene with the knives and whatnot. So yeah, so he runs in. All these fucking dudes chase after him, and they start doing their martial arts fucking thing where they're fighting each other. And then John Wick and and one of the assassins, they realize they're they're essentially in a hallway of just knives and swords and. Yeah. all behind like glass doors and, and and windows and everything and they both look at each other like the fuck are we doing with our hands and they just like each grab fucking knives and i've seen a lot you know there's always countless movies where like quick draw and shooting and marksman's and you know every robin hood movie has to show off how amazing he could fucking do a bow and arrow not so often fucking knives though like if there's ever a knife being thrown it's like it's one like Captain America, the first Avenger, Captain America throws a fucking knife at a dude. Yeah. But like, there's not a whole lot of knife throwing scenes 
And and it, it's ludicrous for us to just assume, oh, well, John Wick is only proficient in hand-to-hand combat and guns. No, it's like, common. Well, no. Ludicrous is in, in Fast and Furious. This is common. Okay, it's uncommon. <laughs> um, so they fucking... I, I fucking love the scene. And, like, I sent it to Jay, and I'm like, this is, get, you're, this is like a taste. This is like what you're going to get. But uh, what I love is that John Wick uses his environment to fuck up. Yes, I, I will. I will give him that. He, he's very adaptive in using what's around him, both weaponry and, like you said, environmental to, to deal and, with it. And livestock. Like, and li- that was pretty badass getting the horses to, like, kick fuckers. That was pretty yes, badass. Dude. Um, yes. He, I, was, he, he made the horses unstable. Like, that's how fucking awesome it was. I I did think, and I, I think you're going to probably disagree with me on this, but I did think that the axe throw at the end of that scene was a little unnecessary. Like, No, it was 100% necessary. I figured you were going to disagree with me on it that. So. absolutely had to be done because, like, you just see him in the foreground or the yeah, you see him in the way end of the hall, and you and like we in the audience sees a dude who's been knifed so many times, just like laying slumped up against the wall, still alive and breathing. And fucking Wick just picks up an axe and just fucking throws it from across the room and just hits the dude in the head. And then John just like silently walks away, like on with his day. Like, yeah. oh my Did god, you... can you imagine? It's god. like John Wick would fucking kill. He would win all the bar bets. At playing fucking like, you know, um, darts, you know, he, like that's what he would do. He would just like, I got to pay the rent. So I'm going to go down to a local bar and play darts for an hour and win all the money. Just bullseye, 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 bullseye. What were you going to ask me? Did you see who was considered for John before Keanu? Or also, I mean, none of these are good except for maybe one. Well, originally they wanted to make the character older. Originally, he was supposed to be a seventy-year-old veteran who, like, yeah, the, the character was written with Paul Newman in mind. But that's not what I was alluding to. Uh, are you alluding to Depp? Well, that's the only one I think could have actually done it. But there yeah. are others that are, I'm like, no. Lay him on me. Stallone. If this was. He's too. See, here's the thing about John. Before you, I know where you're going. If this was like, you know, eighty-seven or something like that, or ninety-two, maybe, yeah. But Stallone's too big. John, John, and I'll probably end up making the same argument about Jason Bourne when we talk about him. But like, John Wick needs to be a slenderer person. He doesn't need to be short because I believe Keanu's like six one, six two. Yeah, something, something like that. Yeah, yeah. and. And so he doesn't need to be short, but he needs to be slender. He needs to be able to move quickly. And that's not Stallone. Stallone's muscly barrel, you know, barrels, barrels through shit. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's, you know, he, he's Rocky and I don't mean that in a bad way. You know what I mean? He's like, also Rambo. So I can understand right. why that consideration was there, but. It is interesting how, like, this is the motherfucker that, like, all the crime lords are terrified of. And there's, like, a couple shirtless scenes of Keanu. He's not that muscular. But you He's don't, not need, out but of I don't shape. think you need to be either. You just need to be good. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I just, I just kind of found it surprising. Like, based on all the rumbles and tumbles and, and shit he's had to do, 
you would expect a little bit more muscle. I, well, you also got to figure this is five years after retirement, so he's probably a little out of shape. You know what I mean? And it's bit, yeah. and the whole thing takes place over four fucking weeks, so it's not like, you know what I mean? Like if John if John Wick four takes place six months after three, which I don't think it's going to, but let's just say it does, then I would expect him to not be like completely jacked, but definitely a little more in shape because he'll have had sure. that time to kind of do that. But anyway. There, there's still Dolph Lundgren. Uh, uh-uh. no, absolutely not. Jean Claude Van Damme, not now. Van Damme, not if this now. was like eighty seven, eighty five, yeah, maybe no. I could see that. But I could see that. Bruce Willis, no, not in this. Not to the. It would have been a very different film. He could yeah. have played a character named John Wick. But honestly, if you wanted to see what Bruce Willis as John Wick would have been like. Bruce Willis was in the remake of Death Wish. It's almost the same type of thing. Mm. So that's how you get to see what would that have been like? It would have been this. Kurt Russell. Again, no. Nope. Maybe, maybe a la or circa uh, Big Trouble Little China, the first escape movie. Yeah, no, he could have done it then. Trust me. But not. It would have been a completely different choreography. Well, I'm talking, no, no. I'm taking, take that Kurt Russell, bring him into this. Year, like if if he was in, if that oh, was, okay. you know what I'm saying? Like, same same thing with Van Damme. If Van Damme, you know, if Van Damme Bloodsport Van Damme came in and did this film, you know, now he could right. do it. But um, Nick Cage, Mm-mm. no, but I could see Nick Cage being in this franchise. Oh, for sure. I see him on the other side of it again. He's either, he's either the guy in the forge because that dude's. That dude's not exactly on the the good side of the lot. Well, I mean they're assassins, so I don't know how good they are. But you know what I'm saying? Like he he's a little sideways that character, and like so. Uh, Kevin Costner. Mm-mm. I think Costner's too. Apart from Mr. Brooks, I, I always kind of envisioned Costner as kind of a bit of a bland. Costner could have done uh, McShane's role. That's somewhere where I see him. I, he could have done that role. I could have seen him doing the Willem Dafoe. That too. I um I either one. I we I feel like we'd already kind of picked Swayze for that, so that's why I guess I didn't think about it. But yeah, I'm with you. Sure. Um, there is another name on this list that I, I remember. I said Depp was the only one. I I didn't see this name when I made that statement, so I have to retract that because this person could have done it. I still think could Jason Statham. Statham could have done this role. That's the only other person on this list that I really feel like besides Keanu could have done it. I, I don't disagree. I think it, Jason Statham has already kind of done this role. Transporter. With like the transporter. Yeah. 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 And, I, and not just transporter, but crank. Yeah. It might be why he turned it. He might. I don't know if he turned it. It doesn't say why they didn't do it, but he easily could have been like, now nah, I've done this enough already. And he's also kind of doing a very similar role in, even though he's the bad guy in the last three Fast and the Furious movies. He's, he's, and Hobbs and Shaw, the spinoff. Like, right. it, it's very similar of a character. He's just on the other side of the... And again, not... We keep... T- that's the thing. John Wick is not a, a, a protagonist. At best, he's an anti-hero. Like, he's a protagonist of the story in that if you're going within that, that world, you have your protagonist, your antagonist, so forth and so on. But in the grand scheme of the world, John Wick is not, like, a good dude. Like... I think he is a man 
I think he's trying to be a good dude. No, I understand, but I'm saying he's not like it's not like he's a cop or you know what I mean. He's not on the side of of. Am I getting my point across? That's why I say look, he's an look, anti-hero. He, he he's definitely he's in the same category as like the Punisher. Like I would, yeah, not, you know, I he's could, a vigilante. I, yeah, like Ooh, basically John John Berenthal could could have done this. Oh yeah. I could see that. Yeah. Uh, um, basically, John Wick is if you took the, the basically the character of Batman, took him out of the fucking suit and, and dropped all of his no qualms of killing. Yeah. You get John Wick, basically. Do you think it's, he's that intelligent? I mean, not that he's not smart, but I'm saying Batman is like ultra intelligent. So I'm just wondering, like, is, is Wick... I, I'm not again. I'm not saying he's dumb, but like like Bruce Wayne's almost mental level intelligent. So I'm just you know. I think I mean he's he's extremely proficient in almost all the martial arts and and everything that he does. He is multiple. He's multiple lingual. Yeah. You know, Mul- so multilingual. Yeah. I mean, I think he is at the level of Bruce Wayne, but I think Bruce Wayne's a better detective. Okay, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Sure. Um, I th- I basically I think John Wick is just like one level underneath Batman. But I'll put it this way: I think Batman, even though he's gone up against like gods and like Superman and like villains of such, I think Batman would be like, "Wait, I have to go up against Baba Yaga? Fuck that!" <laughs> um, but I think I think John Wick falls in that category of like Punisher. Um, because it's the same type of story. Like the Punisher storyline is they killed his fucking family. And then like, you know, it's a one man war against organized crime. Uh, and ultimately John Wick kind of keeps fucking himself over because he's like, okay, I killed them. I killed the man who killed my dog and stole my ride. Now I got to kill the dad. Okay. Well, I killed the dad, but I want my car back. So I got to go to the fucking uncle. I'm going to let the uncle live, which, let's be honest, it's probably going to bite his ass in the future. Well, in that the was next... part of it, too. Remember I was saying, like, he could have walked away? If he didn't go after the car, he was done. I think the car is is was is not as important as, like, the dog, because the dog was the final gift of, of, his, of his wife. But I think the car was his own baby. Like, the car was his before he met Helen. So it was like... That's his, that's his ride. I mean, I don't give a fuck if someone fucks with my car. I'm like, Hey, fuck you. But I'm not like wiping it down with a diaper every goddamn day. Yeah. You know? So I don't, I'm not, I mean, I would expect you to be like more since you're a gearhead. I would expect you to be like, Oh, he fucked up his ride. He, they all need to die, you know, Um, in in a roundabout way. No, I get it. I'm, I'm, the the dog trumps car in my eyes. So that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. But he he did what he did for the dog. So now he's got to be like, all right, I got one more thing I got to get. True. Um, what did you think of Mark Damascus as the main villain in three? Or not the main? I guess I guess the main villain's technically adjudi- the adjudicator, but like the the sushi the sushi assassin that kind of tracks oh, the, him. The, the character zero. Yeah. I kind of I kind of have a hit and miss for his character because I think he is it's really for those who don't know what the fuck we're talking about like the third 
you know, one of the antagonists of the third film is essentially a fanboy going up against John Wick. Like he Well, a is, couple of them do that throughout the franchise, you know. But not as much as Zero. Yeah. Like, Zero does this whole thing where, like, he honestly was one step away from doing the Chris Farley show. Like, he was on the verge of saying, like, you remember when you shot that guy? And <laughs> remember when you killed those three guys in the bar yeah, with the yeah. pencil? That was awesome. Like, you know, at one point they're sitting together, like, and, and you could see John Wick is just like, I'm not, I don't want to be around you. Like, you're kind of annoying. You are being too overly, you are overstepping your boundaries here. Literally, at one point, he sits down on the couch and then Zero sits down right up against him yep. on the couch. And he moves, yeah. And he, and yeah, and John was like, the fuck? And like gets up and walks over. And this fucking dude, like, he drops all the tough guy pretenses for one second. He looks around and makes sure no one else in the Continental is watching, which is stupid because they're always watching. And he leans in. He's like, listen, man, I just got to tell you, it is a fucking honor to meet you. Like, I, I'm a huge fan of you, John Wick. Like, I, I it's going to be an honor to kill you. Like, I, we're the same. And John's like, we're not the same. He's like, no, no, man. Like, you love dogs. I love cats. You know, that's cool. Whatever. So I think the fighting, the fight between them was pretty fucking cool. And I think it was kind of interesting to see someone kind of geeking out. Like essentially it was, it's like, it's like John Wick is the, what do I, what do I call him? The Mick Jagger of the assassins. I, I was a big fan of, I'm a big fan of Mark Damascus, the actor, the guy who plays him. I don't know. Shit about Mark Damascus. I've I've seen him in multiple things. He's in a movie. He's in a movie that I love called Only the Strong, which is about Capoeira, the Brazilian uh, martial art. It's a re- okay. it's a B level movie, but it's a really good B level movie that I I really enjoy. But I'm I'm not gonna say it's some blockbuster film, but it's really good. Um, he, I, you know, I'm a big fan, and I, I, I think you're gonna as you continue with your cooking prowess. I think you you'll start. Wa- I'm surprised you don't watch more cooking shows than you already do, honestly. And it's not a. Well, shot I watch at a you. lot of. I watch a lot of cooking stuff on YouTube. I'm not watching cooking shows. But I'm surprised you don't watch some like this, especially stuff that's on like the Food Network. Maybe not like like you know like Kitchen Nightmares, but I could see you watching stuff like Iron Chef, things like that, because you can learn a lot of cool stuff from them too. Not taking right. away from your YouTube videos, but anyway, the point is, Iron Chef America is a real cooking competition and yes i guess it qualifies as a reality show but it's reality it's not it's not oh you know put these rich pompous people in a house and watch them argue like they're they're there's actually cooking in competition but they needed someone to tie it together and there in the original iron chef the the japanese version there's the chairman and in america they have the chairman's cousin and Damascus plays the chairman's cousin. Okay. So he actually got to f- sample all the food for like eight seasons. But like, but he's also a very heavy, like he, uh, like a lot of these movies that we talk about where there's martial arts. And I'm not even just talking about like this. I'm talking about The Matrix. I think we've talked about a couple of Van Damme's films over the, over the years. Maybe not deep dive, but we've referenced them at least. You know, a lot of the martial arts in that, those movies, they're learned for those movies. Mortal Kombat's probably a good example of that, too. You know what I mean? Um, 
and and since so some instances, Mortal Kombat being one of them, they do get martial artists to do some of the roles. Like the guy who plays Liu Kang in there is an accomplished martial artist. Mark Damasco, same thing. He's a very accomplished martial artist, and so he he really was like. He, I mean, for lack of a better phrase, he almost had to pull his punches because he probably would have. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, Keanu's taken a lot of, especially going back, I think it started for him with the first Matrix, but I think he stuck with it after that, that he started really learning uh, Kung Fu and a couple of the other martial arts that are out there. I don't know exactly what, but yeah. Well, for these particular films, for the John Wick films, he's like trained in like Judo and Judoku yeah. and like, jujitsu and a lot of fucking roles and a, like i don't know if you've seen cj but there's footage of keanu gun training on ranges oh i'm sure and it's fucking like you know he's using live rounds well, so well and we, we talk about artists like and actors is what i mean by artists like um uh oh god who's the guy oh, daniel day lewis and other people who get like kind of meta okay. Meth, they get, Method. yeah, well, I was going to say that too, but they get both. They get meta about their prep, and then they get very method when they get on set. I feel like I feel like Keanu does that too, but not to the point where, like, he when you're on set, you have to call him John. Like, when they yeah. say cut, he can go back to being Keanu. But, like, right. his preparation for the roles, you know, he takes, he take, like, he learned how to surf for Point Break. He, he he learned the martial arts he needed for the Matrix. And, like, when I say he learned it, he didn't take, like, six weeks. Like, I think he took, like, six to eight months worth of martial arts training for the Matrix. Um, I believe he did the same thing with this. You know what I mean? It does not stun me if he did, you know, like, a year's worth of gun training, too. You know? for, for the first, like, this is why I said, like, the first film of John Wick was, like, kind of the more indie of the, of the other sure, two so far. Sure. Is that he only did, like, three months of gun training, but that's still three months every day of gun training in martial arts. But then once they're like, okay, now we can actually fucking make some real franchise shit. out of this. Yeah. Like, and it's not just him, like the dedication that Halle Berry showed. Yeah. She did six months of gun training and yeah. rolls and punches dog training but not, too, but dog training specifically, she was with those dogs for two, six fucking months. And the difference is, Whenever you see an animal on, on a film set, what you don't see is right out of the frame is the trainer. Right, right. But she had, like, basically the dog trainers trained her how to train dogs and those specific dogs. That she, what you see her doing and saying to those dogs is what these guys would have been doing off screen. Yeah. So she essentially is the dog trainer on screen to give the actual dog trainers a fucking break. They're just like, isn't that cool how they fucking, like, I mean, look, I, I fucking, that whole sequence is fucking astounding to me too. The fact they had to basically create a martial art for a, for two dogs for them to like work together. And like, it, it just looks so seamless that Halle Berry, like, like Halle Berry has guns, but she also has these two dogs. Yep. If she doesn't have the guns, she's still got two fucking lethal weapons and they're called Fido and fucking Foxtrot or where the fuck their names are. Right. And there's that part where like, She's like struggling with a dude and there is a, 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 a fucking assassin about to shoot her on a on a wall or a balcony above her. 
and she gives a command, and the dog charges, jumps off of her back, climbs the wall, and then grabs a dude and bites him on the dick and, like, rips him to pieces. Yep. That is astounding to me. I know. It's very impressive. I agree. Yeah. Like, Halle Berry did a great job. John Wick did a great job. These fucking dogs are astounding. Like, they're the fucking, the the Daga Yagas. Like, they're fucking <laughs> awesome. Um, um, getting back to Zero for a second, though. Um, wait, wait, wait one, one quick question. Yeah. Do you think that the whole thing of him being a sushi chef is, like, like a, re- a reference to him being a part of Iron Chef? Um, I hadn't thought of it that way, but maybe. Uh, I I had a different theory um, that was ultimately proven by the end of the film to be wrong. But as I, you know, because you tell me you do this all the time. You and Steph, when you're watching films, you're like, oh, I think this is going to be blah, 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 or whatever. And then sometimes right. sometimes you're right and sometimes you're wrong. Seems like yeah. more times you're right, but that's whatever. Anyway, um, <laughs> it is... So, no, and I really wanted to be right on this one, and it turns out I wasn't, because if I was right, I'd get to be like, hey, I was right, and I'm not. But it is. <laughs> so what was it? I thought maybe he was the guy. Like, that the elder that, that Keanu meets in the desert wasn't the real elder, that this guy, was that, that Zero was the real elder, and he was hiding in plain sight right there in New York. Think and everyone else thinks he's off in this desert world somewhere, but he's actually right there keeping an eye on fucking everything, like and a Ra's al Ghul type of fucking almost, thing. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, that would have been a really badass kind of way to to have that play out. Is like I almost wanted him to survive the fight and just like, or at least not survive the fight. Yes, survive the fight, but get have it get to a point where like they could part ways, so you could continue the franchise. But like it turns out, he ended up being the guy. You know what I mean? Like right. it, it, it would have been a really. Co- I, I could have seen that, and I would have been okay with it. And that's not even like giving. It's not anything about liking Mark Damascus as an actor. Although I'm glad he's finally in something people know, because a lot of people watched Iron Chef. Probably people didn't realize it was him. And every other movie he's been in, he's either been like a B-roll character or it's been a B-movie. Do you know what I mean? Like, sure. Like he stars in Double Dragon, but there you go. I think that sentence speaks for itself. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know. Stars in Double Dragon, I'm like, okay. You know, exactly. You know what I mean? So this is the first franchise that I've seen him in where he's really going to kind of, even though he might be dead already, at least he got a... He got at least got to be a, a, something important, you know. Oh, so. he, yeah, he had he had a, he had a pretty fucking heavy Dominant role yeah. against. I mean, the irony is like what you're describing is something like for Jet Li or Donnie Yen, and Donnie Yen is supposed to probably be the John Wick antagonist of Part Four. He's listed as he's listed on the cast as Kane. So yeah. Well, yeah, they haven't they haven't featured him before. So, and I'm, I'm really kind of excited to see that. You also have, you also have Hiroki Sonata as Shimazu. Now that guy, you probably don't know by name, but it's, um, Jackie Chan's brother in Rush Hour 3. I, I saw the cast and I was like, oh my God, it's that fucking guy. He's also in Endgame. Yeah. Yeah. He's been in several. Also in the Wolverine. He's been in several. Samurai. 
you need an angry samurai Japanese dude. He's your motherfucking man. Yeah, no, for sure. So, I mean, like, and then and, and I know you're a bigger fan. Not that I'm not a fan of this guy, but I think you're a bigger fan. I am a Bill, Bill Skarsgård. Skarsgård. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then fucking I, I, Pennywise himself. And then, and then your your main man, who I'm a fan of too, but Clancy Brown supposedly, in it, but his character's unnamed at this point. So, I guarantee he's going to be a high table type of character. He's I would think be, so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, gonna... or, or because it seems like we keep getting introduced to new continentals. Mm-hmm. So I could see him like if they're in a new area, they're he in... could he could be like the manager of whatever continental they end up at. You know. California or some shit. I, I don't even think it has one. to be California. It could be. It could be uh, international. I still think he could do it. Do you think they're they're going to if we're if we're going at this the same way that we're talking like previously with Keanu? Who do you think is going to eventually show up in uh, in the John Wick franchise? Well, I do you see he... Gary Oldman because he was Dracula? So that's. No, probably not. I'm trying to think. You know who I do see? Who? Winona. I could see that. I don't know what she would do. Do you think John ultimately ends up with a new love interest at some point? If I had to theorize how John Wick the character ends, I don't... Like, your theory, I don't think he ends up at the table. I don't think he becomes the head. I'm not saying he doesn't. I'm just saying my... In terms of characters like this... yeah. My speculation is he will either die or he will walk off into the sunset with a new love interest and he will be tormented beyond like beyond insanity, whether he could or not. If that happens, here's here's what I think happens. I think I think the whole system breaks down like he wipes out fucking everybody. Yeah. Like the table's dead. The guy above the table, like the table's just, turned over. He just fucks <laughs> everybody up. If that's if 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 your ending happens, which I don't disagree with, right. that's how he gets there. He just fucks up everybody, you know. I, um, but yeah, I I could see that. Um, who else? I'm trying to think of. I I don't think you get Carrie Ann. I I was debating about that. I I I don't think I don't think she'll come back. Uh, I, I God. I was thinking. I'm thinking of like Matrix franchises too. Like I, I do I, think I the most to... likely is Hugo. Yeah, I, I would agree. I think Hugo's the most likely. Um, think I, 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 what's that? Joe Pantoliano. That's possible. That's possible. But that's because he, he does a lot of shit anyway. So it wouldn't stun right. me. <laughs> right. Um, I I know one you won't see, and it's not a dig at him, but I just don't think he'd have any interest. Is uh, Alex Winter? I don't think you see Alex Winter anywhere in this. Or if you do, it's like a he—he's the guy that serves him a hamburger, burger. Like it's—it's it's like a quick, like hey, cameo kind of thing, you know? Like, right? He works at a Burger King. He still knows him as John Wick. He's just like, hello, Mister Wick, your usual. Right. We never see fucking John Wick eat anything apart right. from like cereal when he gives it to the fucking dog. Dog, yeah. Um. I'm trying to think of and I'm trying to think of other people that he's been in stuff with that would be pertinent. You know what I mean? Like um I'm sure we're missing sh- I'm sure we're missing shit. But yeah. I I could see I, I could still even though I still see Jada potentially. I just don't know where. Like it would be a new a new role, a new character kind of thing. 
I don't think I don't think uh, we can, we should overlook Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman likes a good franchise every I, once in I, a while. No, I I think it is it is a up there possibility. I just don't think it's like you know first pick. If he would if he was head of the table, like ooh, see what I'm saying? If he's ooh. like one of the th- like the members of the table, he see I saw I saw that? I saw Hugo there, but I'm not I'm not hating your idea, you know. Well, he, here's what we know about the table is that Santino was elected because there's supposed to be three leaders, like three factions of the criminal world. They're the ones. So it's like the mafia, which is assumed to be the Russian mafia, because they have the Camorra, which is the um, Italian mafia. OK. And then presumably the third is like I would think Japanese, like the Yakuza. Something akin to that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but those are the only three, because I think that's what they kind of, I, I may misremember. I, I, may I, I didn't hear them reference it, but I might've missed it altogether. So I don't, I can't argue with you on that. Well, let's assume as such as only three, there's only three at that table, right? If it's even a table, like, it, you know, it's called the high table, but. It might be know. just metaphorically speaking. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. yeah, I don't I don't think it's just three dudes just like stuck in a fucking like penthouse. No, it's like, probably yep. more. It's probably more akin to the um, sanctums from Doctor Strange. Like you have these three. Yeah. It's not an actual table, but you got these three locations. And it's, it's, I don't think there's a magic thing between them. Like, right, right, right. <laughs> um. So if. Like, I could see Gary Oldman being, like, the head of the Russian one. Well, yeah, because he's a bit of a chameleon, so sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't I don't think he could play Asian. I wouldn't want him to either. Uh-uh. But I could see... I could see him playing, like, an old-ass Italian. I would rather see him as an old-ass Russian. Um, but there, there, there's a vacate... There's a, um, a, a seat that's vacated because he shot Santino. There's right, no I- one heading the Camorra. I got a question for you, just because you were talking about people coming back, and 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 this this does tie to him. You can't. This ties to him, Jack. Jack Nicholson. Oh, uh, it still ties to Keanu. You didn't say it had to be action films. I would agree if Nicholson hadn't pretty much re- been retired by now. No, uh, true, but yeah, if, if if Nicholson was still acting, absolutely. Okay, One, I got I got one that's possible. And you're yeah. you're gonna you might need you might need to think about the connection briefly just because it might go pat, but uh, Favreau. Oh, from the replacements. Yeah, um, I could I could see not that character. Obviously, when, when we say not, these for the audience, we're not talking about these characters. We're, the characters, right? We're talking about the actors. Yeah, yeah. Um, I could see Favreau in this world. Maybe not as an assassin. I'm not saying it like that. Definitely not as, as but, an assassin. But 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 like. In, in the role of the sommelier, like you had in the Continental, like he could he could do something like that for sure, or the suit maker, or you know, probably more the sommelier than the suit maker. But you, you get where I'm going. Like he could do that, you know. Um, <coughs> the difference is that if like John Wick is like, what about dessert? And like, and John Favreau would be like, oh man, I have a lovely like fucking molten lava cake well, right see, here. But here's another reason why Favreau works because of the Leguizamo connection. I know he wasn't in the third one, but I think the Leguizamo connection would help there too. That is the one where I was like, why the fuck is Leguizamo in this? Like he, he seems like the sort of like odd man who's like, I've never worked with fucking Keanu. Why am I in this? But he works. I, I believe I, him. 
I mean, I understand. I think I get that. I I can I can create a backstory for that character that we have no idea about easily. Mm-hmm. And, and it it's it's simple. It's simply he was he was stealing cars and running like a chop shop. And someone, you know, from one of these groups was like, "Hey, dude, I could pay you a fuck ton more money if you stop stealing stupid cars and let let me take care of that part, and you just handle the the mechanic part of it." You know. Right. And, you know, the rest is history. You know, that's kind of how I feel like John Leguizamo gets involved. You know, his character, you know. so I feel like you missed my, my fucking chef reference. Uh, I think I did. Yeah. We were talking about, like, John Favreau. Yeah. Where I was like, and you were saying, like, if he was a sommelier, like, fucking, like, showing him. Because they had that whole great dialogue where he's just like, you know, and what about dessert? He's like, oh, dessert. He pulls out knives and everything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In that scene, though, it would have been John. It would have been like, "What about dessert?" And like, it, if it was John Favreau, would been like, "Oh man, I got this great like molten chocolate lava cake." Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I Do you know who that. actually played the that? That's the guy in that scene who's showing them the weapons. Oh, I it was on my screen, but I don't have it anymore. Yeah, that's Peter Serafikowicz, and he was the original voice of Maul in in Phantom Menace. Okay. And he also is in Shaun the Dead. He's the guy who, like, is their roommate who gets bitten and, like, is naked oh, in the right, shower. Oh, right, right, Yeah. Okay. So um, it was also kind of a random-ass, like, what the fuck is he doing in this? But <laughs> it totally works. I, I don't really have much else to go here. I think I think we've covered oh. this pretty thoroughly. And, I, I, I again, I enjoyed these. I... I knew we would do them eventually, and I never had any objections, so I'm glad we finally got to it. I think we had been waiting to see when 4, because 4 was supposed to come out last year. Right. And we were kind of holding off to do all four of them together, but now that's been delayed till next year, 2023, so. Which they finally released, like, a little teaser for it. Yeah, I didn't, I saw that it exists, but I have not seen it yet, so. Basically, you've already seen it because it's exactly what they do when they type in like mm. John Wick is going, you know, is now, you know, you know, fucking persona non grata. Go get his ass at the fucking like the, the whole like area where they're like all the women are covered in tattoos. And they all have glasses. They look like librarians with dirty secrets. Like, I love it. <laughs> no, it's a cool. <laughs> it's, a, it's a cool setup. It is. I agree. <laughs> All their technology is weird as fuck. It's all it no, it's like, all retro tech. I've typed on computers that they're using in that before. Right, but for a system like this, you would expect at least one fucking person being like, like "Can't we get a fucking iMac? Like, this is ridiculous." Well, it is connected to the internet though, because as soon as she hits enter and it connects in and sends out the mass text messages, so no. But it's like we're doing this on my fucking Commodore sixty seven or whatever the fuck <laughs> sixty four, but yeah, whatever. It's it's like, but look, Commodore thirty seven. So yeah, Commodore Thirty Seven. They have to fucking do. So that's what the that's what the teaser is. Is them writing John Wick, Chapter Four, and then like do and then like date and then it gives like the release date of twenty twenty three. So that's all. Uh, but there's already a poster for four. Yeah, I don't yeah. like the fact that they just call it John Wick Chapter Four. I wish they kind of. You like you like going, that parabellum thing that they did with three, and you wanted them to keep going with that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, chapter two is one thing, and then chapter three, it's like, oh, now we're parabellum. It's like, what the fuck does that mean? I fucking flunked Latin. Well, you, like, you find right, out. Yeah, every, yeah, you find out, but like then they're like, all right, no more subtitles in the fucking titles. Now it's just back to chapter four. 
Is it possible they're just holding they're they're hiding it until closer to release date? Could be. Or yeah. I mean I would have figured in that teaser they would have fucking just done that. But well, it's possible. Yeah. This is what it's gonna be. It's gonna be fucking John Wick chapter four, not the Matrix. Like that's really what it is. They call it John Wick. It would be really interesting if they ended up calling it John Wick Chapter Four Resurrection, just to like <laughs> HBO Max presents John Wick Four Resurrections, and and then and then we're all just like, oh fuck, Jesus. like every Keanu movie for the next three films all has to have resurrection in the title somewhere. <laughs> like, I'm I'm telling you, they should just call the last one "Suck My John Wick." You know, and just be done. CJ here with a few thank yous to let you know how you can get in touch with and follow the show and us. Listen to us on the Apple Podcast app, Spotify, Stitcher, or anywhere else you find your podcast. Please don't forget to rate and comment. If you want to agree with or yell at us, you can do it live. That's right. Rico and I put ourselves on a weekly live stream called Getting Vocal with Potaskew every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern, 5 to 7 p.m. PM Pacific at getvocal.com slash potaskew. That's www.getvokl.com slash potaskew, where we discuss various topics from past and present shows and even sometimes play games. If you can't or don't want to join us live, you can follow Rico, me, and the show on Twitter. The show is at Podeskew, Rico is at Rance Rico, and I'm at M underscore Blade. We want to thank logo designer and show friend Mike for his work on our wonderful logo. You can contact him for artwork via email at logomike80 at gmail.com. That's logomike80 at gmail.com. Thank you to Samuel Lemons for all original music on the show, especially our theme music. You can find Sam on Twitter at Samuel Lemons and his music on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash Samuel Lemons. Finally, our biggest thank you is to you, everyone, for listening. Rico and I really appreciate your time and look forward to bringing you another episode soon. John Wick, excommunicado, in effect in five, four, three, two, one.